Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 145. I'm Graham. I'm here with Luke. Cody, is Richie here? He hasn't talked yes, at all. He Richie's is. here. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even, we've been talking this whole time. And I didn't even... Uh, Rude. So we have all four amigos, and we have Chris and Mikey, who are about Chris who? With us. Chris, uh, Chris, Chris who? I. Chris I. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, all right. <laughs> hey, that's better than you saying I saw. <laughs> even the autistic guy gets it. It doesn't even. Hey, you have to admit, I was at least polite enough at the Web Wheelers Ball to warn everyone. I had the hat. He did have Correct. the hat. He did and the yeah. overalls. The overalls are enough. You didn't need the hat. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> we can tell you dressed yourself, and we're like, ah, he's autistic. We get it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shit. So, like, how was your guys' Web Wheelers ball? Go ahead, Chris. I, I, yeah, we had a we had a blast. It was a good ride down there. A little bit of little few issues on the way down in Oscar. She gave us a little bit of a old dry rotted fitting, got a little little wet, and we smelt some fuel. No, we didn't have any <laughs> fires, so we were good. And uh, other than that, it was a uh, fun trip. Had some hiccups in there, but it was a fun trip. Um, oh yeah, so, yeah I, we... I was gonna say we definitely appreciate you guys coming down. It's really uh, it's fun to see familiar faces when we go so far. It really is. It was definitely a beautiful property. One of my favorite yeah. uh, properties we've stayed at. Like uh, the sites were, it was, it was a good looking property. Yeah. Something yeah. about wheeling all yeah. day and then actually coming back to a cabin that is like nice and there's like a shitter and a shower. It just really gives it that uh, that extra flair, I'd say. And, 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 and the, landowners, the landowners were good people too. Like they were super awesome. And the, it, yep. it, was a, it was a great property for sure. Yep. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I liked, I liked it. It was definitely uh, the Southern hospitality was real there. <laughs> yeah, it's close super, to those guys are super cool yeah it was close to all the park stores and stuff like you know all you turkey guys that break every 15 minutes it was nice mm-hmm. to get like oh, yeah, and, hey actually the f-150 broke them or the f-150 wow oh. the f-350 broke the most 250 <laughs> uh, whatever, yeah, whatever i can't f- even get it right god damn it. i tried my best jeez we're sorry um, billy <laughs> listen Graham, Graham, he showed up okay so we're doing what we're doing <laughs> It, it, took, it took a lot of it took a lot of coercing. It wasn't yeah. a an instant yes. Yeah, it was like sixty percent, eighty percent, ninety five percent. Okay, I'll go. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> well, at least at least he came. So that that we yeah. appreciated it actually staying himself. And he came with a rig, so he did more than me, which is I mean it's not that hard to do. But I think it's, they were it's, talking it's, about uh, you. <laughs> oh dang it! Yeah, yeah. yeah. We knew Billy was going to show up. That yeah, wasn't Billy, a question. Yeah. Billy is, was uh, was cranking be, on that thing. To be fair, I was very open about why. And then yes, I literally told everybody this is going to be a last minute thing. I need to make sure bills are paid on Wednesday, and then I would find out Friday or Thursday, and then I was leaving the next day. So that is why you know there was some uh, stipulations and you know bullshit. But all right, all right. I was there. I had a great time. It was a ton of fun. Got drunk, hopped in a rig. It was awesome. Passenger seat, to clarify, just saying. Well, you drove Luke's into a wall. I did <laughs> multiple times after I told him to. Well, hearing, hearing is weird because, like, in the, in, in the rig, 
I mean, I am full blown, foot to the floor, giving it the beans. And then, like, I watched a video of it afterwards, and it was like the slowest thing in the entire world. I like that. Yeah. That's the fun thing about uh, really low range gearboxes is you end up looking at the video thinking you're screaming and you're just barely <laughs> putzing up something. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. You wouldn't know because he doesn't actually wheel a rig. Yeah, jeez. <sighs> you guys are someday. Butt. Someday he'll grow up. Hey, yeah, I, I hey you know what we can say about Cody that we can't say about Richie? What? He showed up at the event. Oh, Fuck you. Ooh. <laughs> as a kid though so like you know i kind of get it like it's a better excuse shut up <laughs> fuck. fuck i'm not i'm not helping you richie i'm sorry well, what was it? <laughs> Only about like five or six of you backyard built guys even showed up to your own thing anyway i know that's pretty uh, good it's not backyard built yeah. thing or yeah, blue collar up, bro. three out of yeah. four isn't bad and that's 75 percent richie yeah. came uh for the the first time we went down there he did it was a blast you're making me feel bad still. <laughs> you should feel bad. You are bad, and we expect to see you there next year. See, I, I learned something, Richie. They make what? fun of you because they want you to be there. That's what I started realizing. I was like, yes. Shit because it's fun. But then I'm like, maybe they want, you know, they're giving me shit so that way when I do show up, which they're still going to give you shit or me shit if I show up even with my vehicle. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, first time of the season, buddy. Yeah. It's like <laughs> October. Hey, hey, in my defense, I talk the most shit about you not showing up. And then the first night, I'm like, you're driving my rig as I get oh, hammered. And it was lovely. So, like, <laughs> so much fun. You'll get that. I wheel as much as Curtis. That's fine, right? Once no, a year. You don't <laughs> wheel, Curtis wheels more than you, and that's saying something. Curtis actually showed up Damn. with a rig. Yeah. Damn. And with less sheet metal. <laughs> yeah, 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 he did. did a lot of work on that thing. It, it looks different, but it's still the same piece of shit. Nothing changed. <laughs> Great. I love it. <laughs> Graham, your rig's still a piece of shit too. Don't ever oh, yeah, forget don't that. get me wrong. It's yeah, it's no, but it's got mad tires now, so it does good. Yep, mad tires. tires. As, long, as long as they're holding air, they do great. They're never gonna hold air. They're rats. Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Currently, I gotta put a compressor on that thing like Sean's. At least with Sean, he doesn't trail scab because he's got the compressor that fills him up in like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, get yourself a nice York. You, you should probably do like central air inflation that so just airs up as you drive. They need so much air that you'll just keep a steady 10 pounds in them all the time. Because <laughs> then so, they will leak out on you. <laughs> That's definitely the play. I don't so, know. I'm, well, I'm going to try those KMCs and we'll see if it holds air a little better. That'll be cool. Um, while I have people here that are smart and adults, um, am I Way crazy back. for thinking that the stickies liked having more air in them? Like no, so I, this is when you get into it. You want you want the tread to actually do its job. So you actually put more air in a sticky than you do in a T. You want the tread to actually grab the ground and do stuff. So eight, ten pounds in a sticky is not like it's probably like four pounds in a DOT. You you want the tread to actually do the work. So when you yeah, air them down uh, too much, they, they actually you screw yourself. Do you want to have air and you'll also cut them, especially yep, a red. Yep. Yep. I wouldn't air a red down below APSI. I'm impressed I didn't on a, on a light cut rig. one. I'm yeah, no, your rig's pretty heavy. Yeah, your rig's heavy, yeah. And I had those things, like, at nothing for a lot of the time, unfortunately. And I was yeah, aware that, of that. That's when you, yeah, that's when you pinch sidewalls pretty bad. And I was like, yep. Fortunately, we just pinched beadlock rings and 
That was it. Yeah, you and those fucking beadlock rings. Oh, fuck like, those beadlocks. Fucking... Fuck those beadlocks. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty gross. And they, like, like, fold over. It literally folded over an edge from, like, just barely t- kissing a rock. And it was just... Question gone. for you. Now, why somebody like Ryan? Why doesn't Ryan have as many issues that you do? Obviously, brand difference. Maybe there's a, a thickness difference. But... Who's Ryan? Just, Ryan with the Bronco, white Bronco. That was remember he was there on. Because he can't oh, get any traction. Yeah, yeah those things are. Those things, no, things look like he was running like six pounds, but he needed to look like oh. he run less because he wasn't even bulging it. But they're old, so they might be hard. Yeah, yeah they are. The, the, those tires are probably you know fourteen years old. Those tires are. I told him we went to Mount Bell. Well, Cody was there, but not with a rig. But uh, so we went to Mount Bell, and he um <laughs> he he couldn't he couldn't make anything. And I told him, I said, I drove up that in my street jeep, uh, and I drove here. Yeah. So I, I don't. Those tires need to be thrown in the fucking trash. So he, he, we talked about it afterwards. We ended up staying for an extra like thirty minutes, just chatting with him. And uh, I'm not going to give away all of his secrets, but there's going to be potential suspension changes coming in the near future, and then uh, and then some tires. Uh, I told him, I was like, before you even bother with the suspension changes, like just like you guys were saying, slap some new tires and wheels under it, and then just go see how it does before you go and just change the whole entire rig over because. Uh, you don't need uh, real travel when you have to use it. What do you, uh, what's, what's, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, does he drive that thing on the road? No, no never. No. I would go with those tires that Luke has. That's uh, exactly actually a funny thing. We talked yeah. on the phone today for about two hours uh, just because catching up and talking about the tires, what I liked, what I Kissing, didn't like. Yeah, the usual. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's big black daddy. So, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> is what it is. Um, nah, I'm fucking gonna like that. I'm just, I'm just saying. He's not gonna hate you for saying that. <laughs> it's fine. He's got my phone number, and he can call me up and tell me that I'm a fucking jackass. But he's said with great, a lot of love. He's oh, awesome he is. Fucking one of the best dudes I've ever met. Um, he's, he's super nice. Yeah, we were talking today about what he's doing with the rig. I'm not going to spoil his plans for him, but he was asking me about the tires, and I told him that they're kind of closer, in my opinion, to a Trep than a Red, but I really like them. Um, so you think that the Mickeys are closer to Treps? <clears throat> I, I'm not going to... I'm going to say that like, as far as traction goes and as far as the performance goes, I was wheeling with Curtis at the Web Wheelers Ball, and it was just yeah. trading who was leading and following, and we took the same lines up everything with the same amount of difficulty. Yeah. Um, well, and like Curtis doesn't pick hard lines, so <laughs> your tires aren't broken in yet either. Yeah, Early. my tires are fucking brand new. Uh, oh, yeah. And when I'm fucking picking the line, it's a little harder than the line Curtis picks. That is what it I is. I think I think your tires are above the cups. Really. Yeah, I'd say so too. I'm a trap guy. I love traps. I know everyone busts balls, and you know Bob hates them. And I've me, me and Mikey have seen them firsthand with Devin in the snow, and they fucking suck in the snow. You know, you're better off with you're better off with racing slicks in the snow. Uh, but yeah, traps are fucking what? horrendous. In the snow. Yep. Yeah, are, Devin, didn't, Devin didn't even pull his out this year. His his, his I rig. Was, didn't I even was bring dragging. I was dragging Ned's big ass four door Explorer made into a buggy. He's like 6,000 pounds, completely dead. He put a hole in his oil pan and his trans pan. 
I drug him out dead with my buggy on 43s, and Devin couldn't turn around in the trail. He was Damn. Stuck. <clears throat> yeah, like six I inches of snow. Was the jungle. Yep. Yep. He, could, he couldn't turn around. I'm like, he literally said, my tires fucking suck. I'm better off walking. That sucks. So, yeah, um, they don't work. In the, you don't get snow like we do up here. Uh, I don't, don't get, get snow. Like we do up here. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. So your tires, in my eyes, are right underneath a red as far as traction goes. And, and I would almost say that the, the Mickeys probably have more traction than the SXs. They're just not as tough. Yeah, they're not as tough. They're tougher than a red. And they, like, from wheeling with Graham, uh, Graham's, when they sniff a rock, they find traction. Mine find traction in everything. But they're just... You have to get them a little warm to get them to grab the rock the same way a red will. But they're also brand new. Yeah. Graham's yeah. tires are used and broken in like they're supposed to be. So Graham's tires are ultimate traction for a red where your tires are not broken in yet. Do you think that they're going to get better as they get closer no, to no, half-life? 100%. Your oh, day. hell yeah. You're going to love them. My SXs, I put them on there, and, and I'm like, oh, they're okay. And then as they got broken in, I'm like, oh, oh okay, wow. Oh, oh, oh wow! They, they, oh wow! They're doing better. I thought it was the opposite. I thought when you wear them down with DOT, they would get shittier. No, no, they get better. That's why bald reds up here are the tire to run. Bald reds are best reds. Yep. So <laughs> um, when your tires get down on red, you're gonna love them. Fucking when they start chunking and missing huge spots out of yeah, them. Yeah, get all feathered out. Is gonna be that's when they yep. they start really working. Yeah, the Mikey, will, Mikey, will show you on his. The funniest thing is that slab rock that was behind you guys, I barreled into that thing in like third gear and put it to the wood and it started heating the tires up as I'm like halfway up it and it just stalled the fucking engine out as the tires got hot and I had to clutch yeah. in, grab second and fucking hit it again. Cause no, like those... the sorry, go ahead. No, those tires are those, those are awesome. They get tons of traction. You could you can feel them in your finger they're almost gummy. When they're yeah. you know in the, you squeeze them with your fingers, they're, they're pretty cool. I'm fucking ecstatic with them, and on Ryan's rig, I think it'll make a massive difference. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Why don't they make a forty inch SX sticky? Uh, that's the, that's, that's the retarded. question. That's the question yeah. everybody would like to know. I feel like they make so a many four, more they make a forty inch mega, which is the stupid the you know. Wasn't it a demand spread. thing? I thought somebody was talking about. That they would do it, but they needed enough people to buy them or something stupid. They'll make yeah. seventeen sets. They'll make any tire yeah. in a sticky if they find like seven, maybe it's eleven sets. I don't know. It's a certain amount of sets, but they'll make like a forty-four inch bogger and sticky if you mm. get seventeen sets <laughs> of those tires. Yep, <laughs> that would be Very something interesting to know. Then Swamper will do that. So they were talking about making a thirty-nine and a half for like a comp tire, and and then it never. Like in the IROC, uh, someone was talking about IROC stickies or something like that because they made amazing. the 42-inch IROC stickies back in the day. I don't know if they still make them, but they did they, make the 42-inch IROC stickies. They said that they were going to be reintroducing the 39.5s this year, and that so had that, me all well, hot and bothered. Yeah, that's what everybody wants is the 40-inch tire and the sticky from the... So I feel like I, I, stuff, those would do I really, really the, well. I think, I think they the would sell IROCs, like hotcakes too. Oh, 100%. The IROCs up here, though, the, the Steve All runs the 42-inch uh, sticky uh, IROCs, and he bought them, you know, years ago. It must be seven, eight years from now. I don't know how long ago it was, 10 years ago, when they first came out, and they were cool. Uh, they were super light, 
but they're not um, tough times. They are very thin really? sidewalls. Yeah, they're thin sidewalls. Three inch gouges in my IROCs, and they held air perfectly fine. So I'm because surprised. you don't wheel it. That's oh my! I have pictures of every single weekend of me wheeling it back then. I was open, open, but like, yeah, that's besides the point. I got oh. it was also in Harris. Was it on a fucking Polaroid? Because it's been that long. Damn, yeah. <laughs> oh, Polaroid. Yeah, you have to get to, like, those pictures your, developed. Pictures. You, know, you bring it to CVS, you take a picture and bring the camera to CVS, or like 20 pictures on it, and then and develop it. Like, like, Cherokee, Cherokee, dick pic, Cherokee, Cherokee, and go to the thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the last Wait, is there, is there a difference? <laughs> one slightly less offensive. Slightly. Yeah. That would one, be the one's dick tiny. Pic. Yeah, one's tiny. Um, but yeah, that's the last time Cody actually went out. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, honestly, I saw I, the, sorry, God, sorry. I saw the Instagram like of you and Badlands. I'm like, oh, he went wheeling. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Jeez. Like, that, that, that's not him. Yeah, I was milking that photo a little bit too long. Oh, I, 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 started, I started. It was like last <laughs> week or something like that. Like, it was Wait, what? No. It, yeah, it came up on my my Instagram. I was scrolling through, and it was it was you real. Uh, when you put uh, the tiller. Oh, yeah, 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 that was a real. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I realized that I've had that video for again, you know, over a year now. Um, and I never <laughs> posted it. And like, yeah, I don't know. The uh, the prompt was funny, so I wanted to add it to something. So I used that video. But uh, but so Craven, did he have stickies or were those just normal IROX? Because those no, things sucked. Yeah. Okay. So that makes uh, sense. Normal IROX. Yeah. So remember, he was trying to go up. Uh, I forget the name of the trail. It's like whatever the three-letter abbreviation at Badlands was. The blue JCF trail. JCF or something like that. Yeah. Wasn't like JFT he, or something. He was trying for so long to get up this trail that we all ended up just turning around because it was taking him so long. And that's oh funny. My God, that's I remember funny. that day. Oh, that was a mess. Nothing. Did he break an axle shaft? No. He didn't have enough traction. He broke an axle shaft every single time. I real with him. He broke an axle shot. That thing That's was fine. heavy, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, she's a yeah. big girl. Yeah. Heavy on 04 Super Duty 30 spline outers. I know he started swapping them. I remember yeah, he had for one like half of them. Yeah. He had one outer chromoly. I think he had one 35 spline and then the other ones were, were like stock or something, so he'd break. Yeah. He'd break all I, the time. I, I remember when he, he it wasn't even getting beat on that hard. And the axle tube split from the housing. That's because it wasn't <laughs> fully welded, if I remember no, right. No, he, he did it twice, didn't he? I don't know. I, I, I only remember the one twice. time because we were there for a while. Yeah, I think he did it. It was that field before it broke again. Oh, okay. So yeah, somebody broke twice. stick welded it. Yeah, someone stick welded it. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, Not that I was there. It. I remember hearing the story when we were taking it apart in my shop. So, yeah. on that note of the 30 spline outers, I put chromos on mine with stock inners, and with the new tires, it's just, it rotates the whole intersection out of the hub. So, like, I pulled apart the hub thinking that, like, that was where I my noise was coming from, and the whole fucking hub is just, like, cleanly sheared off in there. Just slugs. Do you, know, do you, do you still drive that down the road? I say, put slugs in. You don't drive it down the curb. I I'm gonna put slugs in it. That's 
going to happen, but for now, I'm getting four of the mile marker hubs for 150 bucks. so it's kind of like, whatever. Let them fucking continue to break themselves. Um, yeah. And then I'm just going to bore it and put slugs in it once I get done with the rest of the work that I've got going on. But for now, I don't want to touch it, because it's working. Yeah, you can still wheel it. Hmm? You can still wheel it. That's, yeah. That's yeah, dude, it's like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep wailing this thing. Um, I've got some minor repairs to do next weekend, and then it's fresh as it came off the trailer from Good Evening, and, like, it's absolutely battered state. It's going to Stony Lonesome, and we're going to beat the fuck out of it there for two days, and then after that, it's going to get a month off before it goes to fucking Kentucky. Like, you know what I mean? It's... Fuck it, it's What are you fine. doing in Kentucky? Are you doing Harlan or what? Jerking dudes off. Uh, probably gonna go jerk dudes off at Rush Off Road. At Rush, yep. Uh, I'm not super excited. Uh, the Waltz. Oh, you should let um the Runs Prime guys are just talking about doing a Kentucky trip. You should let them. Know. Yeah, well, if I don't end up going with the Waltz, I'm gonna go with Runs Prime or Runs Bypasses to Harlan. Damn, shots fired, Hayes. I'm going to get a message from Hayes for that. <laughs> That's fine. Hayes can fucking message all he wants about that. We all know Bickle wheels harder than Hayes does. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Bickle. <laughs> Who's Bickle? I don't know his fucking name. Mike uh, oh, Toyota the, Boy. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm like, bro, I don't know anybody that looked like a Pickle there, so I don't know who the fuck <laughs> no. Bickle. B. Good old Bickle. Uh, Bickle I'm Scott on Instagram. P's, D's, and B's look a little weird, all right? Jeez. Yeah, I mean, I am autistic, so I can't write, I can't spell, and I can't read. But, like, it's fine. Um, so who's, who's coming up the Field of Forest next month with us? Me. I'll be there. Bullshit. Yeah. Cody won't be there. Cody be won't there. be there, but Graham will. Supposedly, I'm going to be there. I'm not pushing for it, because it's really not the end He's of the world. He's being a giant baby about it, but he has all Just the parts go. he needs. I have some of his parts in my apartment. Uh <laughs> Wait, what parts I'll do you have in your apartment? You, I'll come down and give you a hand, Jackass. Let's make this happen. It's, yeah. It really doesn't need much. It really doesn't. It doesn't like, need anything. It's it's like baby's it first Cherokee wink. mods. It just needs this thing. That's that's literally the only thing it needs. And I don't, we'll, we'll figure we'll it out. Right. Stop fucking whining and making up excuses. Just get it done. That's it. Just get it done. Ten four. I hear you. <laughs> Even if I can tie your tie your sneakers, you can walk around. and I'm sure there's plenty of fucking open seats. Oh, yeah. No, I, I will be there regardless, rig or not, but I'm trying to make it with the rig for sure. So I, I'd honestly, if you if you go with the rig, you can wheel with me. It'd be awesome to, to get you out. We can go wheel. Say that again. Sorry, you kind of cut out a little if bit. You bring, if you bring a rig, you can actually go wheel with me. Like you can go out with the JK. Can I know? Because what are you running? Are you running blacks or are you running blues? No, you can run blacks. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I've seen the trails. Supposedly, they're like the blacks are reds and reds are blacks, and then purples are greens and like shit like that. So I don't know. I didn't. Blacks know are definitely on the harder side of like most places you go are reds. The, that's blacks at Field and Forest. You could you could I do mean, the you could do the blacks. Every black at Field and Forest you can do in your turn. Yeah, I mean, I I yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely down to run them. I just from what I was told that they were pretty gnarly, so like I didn't know if I should even attempt it, kind of a thing. I'm going down to my street jeep. What's the excuse? Yeah, but you got tons of 40s and shit, you know? You got, like, big boy teams. <laughs> you also did. I, I watched a Cherokee on 35s. I think it was open front go through 
a lot. More I'm than sorry. I expected. Richie, hold on, hold on. Richie actually said something. I didn't hear anything. I said you also did 24 hours hoeing back in your street, Jeeves. So I don't Listen. think you get to say much there. I'm not a vagina Dude. like Cody. I just get shit done. So, I have an uh, but it, huh? <laughs> you literally could do every black trail there in Charlotte. Oh, yeah, and, no, and, 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 and be fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm, just I'm, I'm, I'm still in summer mode, so I still Friday's off till like October. Middle I'm actually October. so I'm taking that Friday off too. So going to go up there right at noon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So, oh, you want know, something that I absolutely love? Many, many people at the at Web Wheelers Ball would come up to me and be like, "Wait, is that the guy? Is that the guy that was on Twenty Four Hours of Hell and Back? Oh my God, is that him?" <laughs> and I'm like a little fucking fan club. It was awesome, dude. And then, oh, it was fun. Did you get a little? Did you get a little smile when people were like, "Oh yeah, I saw you on the the video." <laughs> you like, oh, I, just, I, I like, I like, <laughs> I like that people like you know talk about wheels. What it's about, just talking about wheeling. That I think I was it the Walt kid that had the the forty four and the sixty under that Cherokee. Yeah, yes. he was he he was awesome. I never talked to him. He was uh, I shot the shit with him. We were standing in front of your cabin. Over there. I talked to him. We talked for like an hour. He was he was cool shit. Yeah, Nick's yeah, good that's people. Nick. He's yeah. great. Yeah, he was he was awesome. Dude, it was funny when we were showing up and like that first day when we were going out and bebopping around. People were coming up and they were like. Wait, were those the F and F guys? Like it was its own little fucking distinct like hardcore club, and I'm like, yes, those are the F and F guys. They don't bite. You can talk to them. Yeah. Uh, man, it was just fucking super cool seeing y'all out there. I'm pissed I didn't get to see you guys go wheeling, but apparently our wheeling schedules are inverse. Yeah, you guys are third Correct. shift. We're first shift. Third shift. <laughs> <laughs> Shushy goodnights by 9 o'clock. <laughs> Dude, that yeah, fucking... Too- um, sorry, go ahead. I said we're too old for the night shift stuff. So, Dude, Saturday night, we rolled out at like... 8 o'clock after we had gone wheeling. We'd left at like 12 that morning to go out, or well, I guess afternoon to go out. Came back, and then we left again at 8, and we were out until 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. It was fucking rad, dude. We <clears throat> ran a lot of shit in that park. And I broke my shit and got my shit fixed in Chadillac. It was great. Staying up that late, that long is hard. I mean, 24 Halifax was cool until it wasn't. <laughs> I think Graham <laughs> yeah. can do it. Graham's a fucking psycho. I don't know how it's, the hell he... Graham doesn't sleep. So the hanging around, it's the Graham hanging around that like got tough when they were set things up oh. in between shit and it's starting to get cold and now you, and you're just hanging around and yeah. it, that's when it starts getting tough. Especially when you they start literally... at 10 in the morning, so then you see the fucking sun come up and you're like, ugh. No, no, that's what you get. Winds, you get a. Uh... No, you don't. We, yeah, we were on like fifth wind. When the camera crew was what slowed us down, waiting an hour and a half to set up for big balls drop, and we didn't even do it. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I just want to go to bed. Chris has got we're, a picture we of me tired. snuggled up with a, a rock at a on bunghole <laughs> sleeping. <I was laughs> yeah, he was sleeping. Yeah, he was sleeping. I took a picture of him not getting out in the morning. So, wow, it, it was rugged. You guys, we, we don't do the night thing, and not being able to see. Um, uh, I want to keep the body on JK somewhat straight. Um, so not being able to see kind of makes things a little difficult. So Cody caught a a roller of me, like leaving the park to go and get gas. 
looking at my Jeep after the Web Wheelers ball, it's just like a wadded up ball of sadness compared to the roller. (laughs) And it didn't look good going in there. Yeah, you guys, at at night on a property like that, you're going to get some more damage for sure. I always was uh, amused. I'd, I'd, it would be sitting out there till like twelve, in whatever state it was the day before, and then it would come back at like three or four or whenever we were done, and it would be in a new state <laughs> with just slightly less body panels or uh, straight Windows. panels. <laughs> the last day with the headlight just hanging off, or I think I had it sideways. We had we were messing around with it, dude. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Because, like, both of our Jeeps looked kind of okay, and then we went out that Friday night, and both oh. of them just went to shit that Friday night at uh, Honey Hole. That, that one line was, was pretty brutal. Uh, I have new rear doors, so I don't really care. I need to find new front doors, but I'll never find uh. another pair of silver doors ever again, with my luck. So, can I spill the beans? What beans? About... About everything that's kind of been going on behind the scenes now? Or are we going to save that is for Rich, another episode? Is Richie's coming out? No. <laughs> oh, not that, that you're, you're implying, Cody, that I am in something. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, fuck it. Um, originally, the X, or that was supposed to be the last trip for the XJ. Uh, it's no longer the last trip for the XJ, which is super fucking cool in a way. But I'm trying to make it up potentially for the FNF weekend. Otherwise, two weeks after that. Uh, FNF weekend, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had bought a buggy chassis and that ended up getting sold. Um, that's where everything was supposed to go, all the parts and everything. But now I'm trying to go up for FNF weekend to pick up my dad's Cummins instead of building out the buggy chassis and to see everyone if I can. That'll so, be fun. <clears throat> That'll be very fun. Yeah, I'm fucking excited for it. So um, are you admitting to the peoples that you were lying to them that you're about the 5-0 in the Cherokee, but now you're not lying to them because the 5-0 still may end up in the Cherokee? Yes, uh, it is going to end up in the, the elaborate plot, or the elaborate fake plot that became potential reality. reality. <laughs> I memed it into fucking reality. I support um, the five. The five. Oh, that, that's a very potent motor. I don't really support it's, it's, 435, but yeah, the um, motor. Just the motor gets a lot of people uh, with their panties in a wad. I will say, because um, there's so many just LS fanboys that. Don't That's, understand that you can have a other motor. Well, Mark in there Evans, still be Mark good. Evans runs, runs a built five liter in his in his buggy. It's badass. Yes, yeah. And was it Demir's? Yeah, Demir's. Yep, Demir's got one in his too. Yep. Those are OG well, buggies from New England too. And I'm I'm biased towards the Ford stuff because I've seen Jacob build. It wasn't a five zero, but it was a it was like a weird small block Ford thing that. <laughs> the thing was rowdy, and then the that stupid green Bronco thing we had forever also had a really rowdy five zero in it. Like they can make power, so, uh, so it's, no, they're, they're cool. They're power. different. It's something different. Yeah. So I, I, yep. I support it. Um, and then after talking with you at the actual event, <clears throat> I've been looking at the advanced adapters AX fifteen adapter plate. 
Yeah. I might just end up keeping the AX15, the 241, and slapping the motor in front of it. That way I can keep my drivetrain where it is and all of yeah. that, not yeah. have to fuck with it. As long as you can, right? Because would you, I mean, you could just massage the uh, firewall if it gets in the way. So, I mean, be even better. I cut my transmission mount off. I say I want to move the motor three inches forward. I make a three inch longer piece of tube and some gussets and slap it in there. Oh, yeah. It's literally one straight piece of quarter inch wall tube to get that. Why do you, where why I do you fight the automatics so much? Is that an autistic thing? Why um, do you fight the automatics so much? Because they're boring. You no, want my honest answer? Work. They work. Until your brakes? I 100% want your honest answer. Honest answer? I like the yep. manual. I like how it feels when I'm in control of the Jeep. That's all. I, I just, I, like, everyone, you don't fight. Mikey figured it out. You know, it's just, it, it, it sticks to cool. The, the first gear in that training. It's just, uh, like, as soon, as soon as you get into the crazy technical shit, like, if you come to feel the forest and see, like, some of the wild reds, you're not going to want any of that, that manual shit when you get into stuff like that. Well, even I'm the be... southern wheeling, the southern wheeling, you want the the the, the nope. bottom end, especially when you put a V eight. You want the first, second, and then whack third gear. Yeah. Like you want the yeah, up third gear. You know, I mean? you know drop in third gear just to get up stuff. Where I wish I could I'm, be like it would just shift on its own. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with picking a gear and sending it in that gear. Um, in fact, my opinion on the manual has only gotten stronger in the positive after moving down here. Yeah. Because, like, there's been times where at AOP, I'll be sitting there after it's rained, and I'll want to fucking dump that thing. Back when I had the 231, I would dump that thing in third and hold it to the fucking wood, and it would go up shit while people with the autos are trying to grab the next gear. And I'm not saying autos suck. Autos are definitely the way to go. I just prefer the amount of control with the manual. A manual valve body automatic though is the same shit. So okay, that's fine. You could re- but you, like, you, could, you know what I mean? It's it's pers- You want the manual because you like the manual. That's where the boils down. When it, it boils down at the end of the day, the automatic is smarter and faster. But you like I'm, the manual. So I'm that, real glad I had a had a manual when I was getting dragged down a hill and was using my clutch as my brake. It was yeah. like a fucky reverse brake to keep it yep. from uh, <laughs> barreling into the guy in front of me. Uh, but if your, stuff runs, if your me. stuff runs long enough, you don't got to get dragged. Yeah. So like, if you make your stuff run <laughs> properly, you don't have to be dragged out of there. Listen, it literally... It, it never got drug out. It literally <laughs> blew the little, like, Hall Effect spinny thing on my cam sensor off. It was... I've. I don't even know how. It's all plastic in there. There's no way for that to blow apart, but it did. Uh, so, yeah, that, I mean, it was just a, a fluke sensor failure. It's. Uh, well, you could have fixed it and then drove out, correct? You could have fixed uh, it. Oh, I didn't know. It, so, the, the story behind that is initially we left it in the woods because I broke a stub shaft. That's all it was. Uh, I broke oh, okay. the 05 stub shaft. We dragged it up a little bit. It was late. We didn't want to have to fix it at 2 in the morning. So we just left it there. Uh, went back in the morning to go get it. We fixed the stub shaft. I drove up, or I think I half drove up, half got winched because it was raining and gross at AOP, which is just always a mess. Uh, parked it to watch slash help get the other guys up uh, who were down there helping me. 
and then I went to start it again, and it didn't start. So we had fi- just fixed it. It wasn't like I had any... There was no downtime to go get it, uh, and it had done that before, um, and it was just the plug had come undone. Hadn't come undone this time, so you know, at that point we'd spent four hours probably getting to the thing, fixing it, driving it, just for it to no longer run for some unknown reason again. Uh, so, yes, I could have gotten a cam sensor, but we were already out on the trail, and, uh, you know. It was Grambino luck. It's either perfect or non-existent. There is no in-between. Yeah. <laughs> that motor is far from per- was far from perfect. Ronald. Uh, it liked Ronald. kicking those cam sensors. That was... It it kicked three of them in its very short lifespan. And... You, you guys are the only ones that like kill four O's. It's Graham. And <laughs> Everyone else in the world, the four O's are like bomb proof. They kill you. Mikey's doesn't skip a beat. He like rolls it over. We push it back over. You whack the gear. It starts. Like yep. it doesn't. It doesn't ever not run. Like you literally. Mikey just leaves it. Doesn't do anything to it, and then it starts and runs. It never. Hey. Never doesn't run. Dude. I've already bought fucking head studs, a set of the nice Felpro gaskets, and a Mellings oil pump for that 5.0. And it's going to make 295 horsepower at best, but it's getting fucking head studs and a stutter box on its own just to keep it alive. Like, God. You weren't at a Badlands with us, were you, Chris? No, I had, I had a white. I got my weekend screwed up. I, I screwed, I screwed yeah, where were you, Chris? Not nah, yeah. weird, pussy. Damn, dog. I was there though. You should have heard my, with my, with my family and my kids. You know, just doing family things. But yeah, that's cool. Yep. What were you in, Cody? My Lambo feeties. <laughs> You're fucking hey, snoop. Where were you? No, you were in RJ Jeep. In... Oh no, I was. Uh, uh, yeah, I was. But yes, yes, you were. But anyways, uh, Mr. Sitting in the parking lot turning his steering wheel and it don't do nothing. That was bitch. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, he lost the fucking pump. The but I did diagnose pump. it there and buy a pump from Radio Dynamics there while I was hanging out. <laughs> and it was at my doorstep Tuesday morning. Damn. Should have picked it up. It's only like 15 minutes on I, the street. I was gonna. I was gonna. <laughs> I, if, he, if he offered that up because I told him where I was at, I was gonna. But I didn't want to bother. It was on the way home. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally stop. It's, it's not even a half a mile out of the way. Out of the no, way. he's literally. It's like literally a quarter mile off the fucking route too. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's right there. That's fine. But yeah, yeah, it sucks that. Uh, it sucks that that's no more. That's like that is our last trip there. Is that they, they shut it down for the asbestos rocks? <gasps> yep, that's what it is. They heard. You know, they they realized that everybody was getting sick. Yep. <laughs> I actually forgot. Well, hopefully, hopefully they. The NEA can get it back. That's all. Hopefully, Chip can put his big boy pants on and, and do what he has to do to make it make it a place again. Yeah, I think that nice. there is a much higher likelihood um, than other places. Correct. Well, yeah, like Harris. Yeah. We'll bring up any yeah. Names. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm not gonna point any fingers at Harris, but yeah, we're not gonna point any fingers at Harris. But uh, I think that that's. One hundred percent, it's doable. Uh, but he's got to pay all those you know, whatever taxes or whatever he had going on. With the, whatever so, the problem, yeah. he's, he's got to figure out all that stuff before he can open that up again. So if, do we if they let him open. What's up, Richie? Do we know what actually happened? I just yeah, heard... I don't know if it's public information yet, so we're not going to talk. Oh, about okay. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm with. Yeah, I'm with. Uh, no, that's that's so. totally reasonable. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
Chip, By the Chip just uh, Chip was a unique guy. I'll leave it at that. Oh, yeah. I I understand that. I've met Chip. Yep. Hey, he gave us free hand sanitizer though. What a guy. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think I still have a bottle of that sitting in my truck. <laughs> I, I found it in my Jeep a little while ago. I was like, oh look, it's my hand sanitizer. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's see on. People handing that shit out were priceless. <laughs> let's uh. Let's circle back to West Virginia. Is there any trail in specific that you guys thoroughly were surprised about, or like that you had a ton of fun on? Um. I like Cripple Creek. The creek was cool. It was better going up than down <laughs> for me. Yep. <laughs> I definitely uh, tossed it on its ass thirty minutes in. <laughs> How did you manage that again? Because the photos just, it looks like just a little, yeah. I, uh, we were coming down and it was just like, uh, the way the rock was, was a little high on the right. And then I had my driver tire, like in the little V notch where all the water runs down. So when it came off the ledge into more water, it ended up being like a three foot hole there from where the water hits the rocks all the time. And, uh, I fucking set my, you know, rear passenger right over a cartwheel. And uh, luckily, fell into uh, well, rolled into a uh, a knife edge ledge, and uh, stopped me. But it was a hard hit, and it, it bent the uh, tube above the passenger head, and uh, a couple of tubes on the side. It was it was it was definitely I I I slammed the gas, tried to go, but I mean, you know, the SM four twenty ain't got much uh, much go. It's all gear, so it just it just rolled right over like quick. <laughs> Like, I, I just think Chris like, all right, you good? I'm like, dude, that wasn't even a spot to roll. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Yankees. I'm just over here cruising down. All of a sudden, fuck me right over. <laughs> it was I so loud. It, it was rig. loud. <laughs> I didn't know what it was in my rig. It made me like shiver. I'm like, what the hell? I look back. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, how'd you roll over? I'm on the fucking hole. Yeah, and yeah. actually, it's since then, even t- even to like right now, still I have air in my system, for, uh, in my coolant. <laughs> yeah, that was a shitty spot. <laughs> that sucked. Didn't so. Shinneman almost roll in one of those spots too? I think she, Shinneman, yeah, yeah, right before that. Shinneman's a fucking trooper, dude. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. I fucking I vibe with it, and that dog is so funny. Love Gordy. Gordy, such a good Gordy's awesome. Such a good dog. Yeah, uh, yeah, Cripple Creek was good. Um, there was a couple other ones. I don't really remember the names of them, but all the all the, the, the rock Rubicon, ones, all the technical the shit was, was I like. Yeah, the Rubicon was fun. That was the one you did that uh, like huge crack, uh, crack over there, uh, seven foot crack. Um, ah, the, the squeeze. The uh, squeeze. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was an awesome. That was a badass mm. line. Yeah, that was quite the squeeze. Uh, yeah, well, that was quite the spot. So you know, if you go up there. That little area to the left, I got my rig almost all the way over under its fucking lid in there, um, but it got caught by the rocker panel, and I was able to drive out of it trying to get fucking turned around, because me and a spotter had a fucking slight disagreement as to where my Jeep actually should have gone. Yeah. That was a good fucking time. That whole area of the park is fun as fuck. Yeah, Did I dig guys... all the lines. I like all the what is it, the honey hole stuff. All, all the lines yeah. are cool. Um, yeah, Did the you all run... park was good. Did you guys run can opener? Yeah, I enjoyed Which the one... fuck out of can opener. Which one was that? Small, small little one off the Rubicon. I mean, 
Yeah, it's like the little red offshoot off the Rubicon. It's not really a red, but it's just it's, a it's a feature, I think, more than a trail. Yeah, yeah, that was, was a fun little. Uh, it's kind of like a hole with a stump, and it, it was a fun little fun little spot. Dude, it was that was cool for me because I just got to put my rig in first and like pick a line and let the rig work. I didn't have to beat on it in there or anything, and it just it was rewarding. Was that the um, spot that last year I had a lot of trouble getting through? Yeah. Yeah, I walked through it this time with the Reds. It was pretty satisfying. Yeah, I think you only backed up once. Like, that was it. And you just no, walked I didn't. through the rest. I didn't back up at all. I don't know yes, what you're talking you about. Yes, you did. When your no. tire burped. Okay, never mind. I didn't nope. happen. I'm delusional. It went forward. <laughs> we didn't go backwards. <laughs> there is no tire retreat. burping? Yeah, no. Not, that doesn't sound right at all. Quit lying. And these Reds don't, don't burp. Yeah, these Reds but... don't burp. <laughs> they don't have any air in them to begin with. So. Yeah, you assume it's not already flat. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. And the amount of shit talking that went on that whole weekend was fucking glorious. It never stopped. Does it ever stop? I don't think it does. Maybe not for you. <laughs> yeah. You guys plan on doing that next year down there? Same spot? Are you going to try out some other place? Um, there's talks about potentially Paragon. Um, it's not likely though. <laughs> and then we also have people who cry loud, like Colin, who wanted to go back to Roush because that's the tradition. So, at the Listen, moment, I, su- I support Roush because other than the no shower thing, when Roush is cool, like we get a hotel anyways because we're, we're being fucking bougie. But you um, can take a I, dirt I like shower. Roush. You can take a little. Parking lot Listen, all I, around. Last time I left Roush with you guys, me and Mikey left. It was early, so you guys were not in bed yet, or going to bed. It was like <laughs> 5 in the morning, and me and Mikey are leaving in, in my dually, and I see a hand pop out of a hammock. It's Graham. Oh, that was me. So leaving, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's in between two rigs in the parking lot, sleeping. <laughs> I see a hand pop out to wave, and I'm like, that's fucking Graham. I'm see, like, oh, man. Mr. Like, yeah, Mr. fucking Graham. Mr. Graham might not be staying in no hammocks no more, though. I love that fucking hammock. I don't know, dude. You got to make sure your plus one is okay with hammocks, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sounds uh, like you need a 32-foot goose and a fucking yeah, maybe, on that. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Might be a good deal. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, payment like plans. We, we just <laughs> talked about that, too, didn't you? <laughs> so... To go back to that, I'm probably going to call uh, Good Evening and see if we can set that up again for next year, just because it kind of worked really well for everything. Yeah, cabins are nice. Cabins are nice. The property's nice. They were happy with us. uh, What about uh, Windrock? So Luke has like a weird spine in his back, or spine in his back, a fucking thorn in his back for Windrock. I like AOP better. Because he breaks Why? his shit constantly, and he doesn't want it to drag it out three miles out of the woods just to get to the parking Windrock, lot. Me, me and Mikey, we went down in the beginning of the season. Windrock was a blast. I, I would go back to Windrock before I went back to Good Evening Ranch. So, yeah. I definitely want to go to Windrock. That is definitely on my list of things. And then it is. The, it's yeah, and a lot of driving. <clears throat> 77,000 acres. Windrock. So, like, if people want the event to move to Windrock and there's enough support, sure. But I haven't gotten any negative feedback about Good Evening, and it's much no, more no, central. Yeah, 
No, it was a nice place. Uh, I just feel like now that you know the property, you could probably do it in a day. That's so. That's exactly what I was thinking. Was that it's kind of a small property. Like, you're not you're not running Windrock in, in two or three days. Like you're not yeah. like it's. And, and and good evening was a blast, but like we did the trails there. So like we, me, Mikey, uh, the Cinnamons, uh, Ben, Paul, I don't know who else, Paul, Paul, the Barnes um, boys, and Sean, uh, Sean. We we did uh, like five days at Windrock, and we didn't do all the shit. And, and we actually are punctual on time, so we get up in the morning and then like after we all day. So um, we, we, <laughs> we didn't get any of it. We we probably hit a third, if that, of the trails up there. So that's another point. Um, good evening. Let's night wheeling happen, and yeah. that's like one of the things that we kind of enjoyed about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that yeah, that's a big that's a big difference. I mean, um, we don't, but we don't need to do that because we could, like, like I don't know. We can always we're gonna party regardless, like whether we're in tr- on trail or we're back at the cabin around a campfire. Like, like Roush, do we think you know we partied at Roush? We didn't go on trail and party, but so I don't think it's necessarily a necessity. I think it's a bonus. But I do agree with you guys that like people like we may not get as good of a turnout from local guys to us because the property is 12 hours away and if you're going for three days to a property that you can do in six hours it's not necessarily worth it right so, but i mean roush roush is big enough where you could go there for two or three days and still have fun yeah roush is just expensive as fuck that's the big that was the reason you, why no, you, you, you are 100 correct but it's still like you can go for three days and have fun like the trails at roush are, are fun like they, i'm hoping I, paragon's I hope, uh I'm open for us i'm with you I'm with yeah I you do know, believe... sorry, God, sorry. And so here's another thing that we have to consider. I have to, if we're going to do Good Evening Ranch, I got to book it in a month. Um, and I don't have a problem. The amount of feedback about doing it at Good Evening Ranch again that we've gotten has been like 95% positive. Yeah. So it's probably going to be there next year, followed by Paragon if Paragon is open the year after. Um, just due to like the logistics of trying to book the event, and the other problem we're running into, which is a good problem to have, is the scaling of the event. Right? When we did it at Roush, uh, what was it two years ago now? Yeah. Um, we had forty rigs there. This year, we had 72 rigs. That's like a massive amount of scaling. So at this point, we have to be polite and call ahead. We yep. can't just drop 72 rigs on a park and be like, hey, guys, this is, we're here. Like, yeah. we have to the first time. Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. We're here to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, especially because like we... The owners were happy with the amount of notice we gave and the level of rowdiness and whatnot. I think Good Evening Ranch has maybe another year in it, and then it's going to be time to move venues again. And then that will depend on like uh, what the next event sequence is. It might be Windrock. It might not be Windrock. But I, I would really like to keep the event... Um, in the quote-unquote northeast, if you will, I know Good Evening Ranch isn't in the northeast, but we've got people coming Ooh. from Iowa, uh, or not Iowa, I'm sorry, Illinois, all the Missouri, way through like Ohio. Georgia. Yeah, 
uh, what if, all the way through the bottom of Georgia. What if so, we tried to get in with uh, F and F? Try to talk with him about planning a week at that weekend. I mean, I don't know if he does. I mean, then again, is it wheeling for Warriors? It's the weekend after, right? Yeah, and it's usually club weekends and stuff. You'd have to get up with them because usually every weekend is basically booked by an NEA club and or yeah. the open the open stuff, which is like you know the NEA open runs and the wheeling for Warriors and yeah. charities and shit. And they I have like one or two like... weekends that that's like usually not to, not booked in a season. It's pretty wild. Yeah. And I'm also kind of concerned because I don't know if, you know, the Web Wheelers Ball is open to the public. So it would have to go either invite only or something like that to make it yeah. work at FNF. And I'm not sure how that would work if we're trying to keep things open so everyone can come and wheel. Right. I think a big thing, too, is that we do pertain to a Southern crowd. And Field of Forest might be a culture shock for them for the night wheeling side of it. Where like Windrock, it's like it's it's assumed Roush. It's assumed and like Field of Forest is assumed, but it's not as like like it's not Windrock where they're checking coolers and shit like that. So maybe bringing that crowd to Field of Forest would not be the most appropriate thing for us. So I'm gonna I, recant my statement. Yeah, that. I, <laughs> it would be cool if we did the blue collar off road grudge match if you will where we select say 24 people out of the year or out of the people that have been on in the past and like it's a down low thing and it's ran similar to maybe like a humble pie with two classes or something that would be fucking dope and that would have to get discussed with bob and lisa for like next year at the end of this year if that makes sense so that would be like a 2025 level thing if yeah. we wanted to do something like that and I, I was just thinking because we have so many people that like we are friends with that constantly see things off field in the forest hear about field in the forest that like i had four or five people just this past weekend at not this past weekend but when we were at uh west uh, west virginia mentioned that they would love to come up for field and forest and like yeah we could probably make it work if four rigs come up and there's a rockaholics event and they're good dudes who aren't cunts then we could probably make that work but like i just figured it's a it would be the best excuse for those people to come because they're already going to plan a trip what's well, an extra 600 bucks for a nasty off-road park that has camping yeah. and we can you know sit around a campfire and actually enjoy each other's time instead of yelling at each other from a vehicle so just yeah something that came to mind you're absolutely right about that but i think that that would have to be a separate thing entirely um like and that would have to be much lower key um i'm just worried because like this year at the web wheelers ball we didn't really have that many bad apples but we certainly had a lot of people that were rowdier than we were even expecting, and we've dealt with that type of culture before. So, like, you know what I mean? It's just... Yeah. I wonder if AOP would be a potential, then, something that we could AOP consider. would be a great spot to host the Web Wheelers Ball at. However, we would have to... I, I feel like that would be kind of rude to exclude the New England crowd by making it 18 hours away. Now, if people want to fucking do that, hey, I'll call AOP and fucking make the plans. But... Um, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily rude, because, I, like, at some point, 
this like we are going to be wheeling every single property you know what i mean like not yeah. every single but like the main attractions we are going to be uh going to and if we go there two or three times we're probably going to get bored if you know I'm, I'm not me you know 35 you know dana 30 not gonna be running the hardest trails every single time but like with you guys where you guys are machines the fnf boys are pardon me rockaholics guys are machines and they just wake up at eight do like seven reds before lunchtime crack a raw egg in their well, mouth we, we don't, we, we don't, well, that's we how you gotta do it we wake up at five we don't yeah, wake we're... up at eight we're already rolling at eight <laughs> on the trail at eight we're on the trail at eight well, yeah, that's because your, your bladders are tiny and you gotta wake up and pee fucking old man <laughs> this, this is no, true the ring, the, ring already has a, the ring already has a nut and bolt check the rig has topped off fluids the rig has the coolers packed and we are rolling by quarter of eight shots of prune juice <laughs> little five men of muscle. No, it's insure, 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 insure with us. I mean, hey, I'm 40. I could do that. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I'd be down for know. AOP. I'm down to go. I'm just. I like to travel to new places. So you know, um, I think it's something that we'll have to discuss more off air. Yeah. Um, and Ooh. I'm also going to talk to the park owners soon uh after we have that discussion because it needs to get booked in the next month it's just it's gonna well, happen i mean it doesn't, I, I mean it's not like we're paying them to book it so like if we book it we don't do it then like yeah sorry but it's not the end of the yeah. world i mean you're not wrong but i also like i'm trying to be respectful too with them i want to if i say we're gonna do it i want to make sure that we're able to do it because like the owners of aop fucking awesome people the owners of good evening ranch also fucking awesome people but i want to make sure that like we're on the level and if we're going to move it to aop hey that's cool i'm going to lean on john and casey because they're once again awesome people but they know the owners of aop i just yeah. want to know which direction to go because like at this point so i, I have you. go ahead shoot that I, I've been trying to say for a while only to figure out that I've been muted this whole time. Yeah, dummy. <laughs> I was wondering why no one was letting me talk. <laughs> Anyways, why don't we do Good Evening next year and at Good Evening we have, you know, like a fucking poster board or some shit with a few different properties listed on it. Everyone can put a vote down. That way we get real like data on where everyone wants to see the following year done. You know, and, I'm and good with not, that. It's it's not guessing like, well, we might not have enough attendance if we go here, but we should have it here. Well, then we have the the fucking numbers right in front of us and that can help make the decision. We could always yeah. do it on social media too. I mean, we do have a significant amount of people like I don't know how much you're playing around on the Instagram page, but I mean, we're mm. getting pretty decent views on just our story alone, so we could definitely put up a poll or something and just see, like, A, what's the furthest distance that people are willing to drive, which I think is why Good Evening Ranch did so well, is because it was really fucking central. Like, yeah. It's a central point for a lot of the yeah. people who are, you know, who listen, I think. Hey, anybody that really wants to go will make it happen. I mean, we did 14 hours in the International. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I agree with you. Absolutely. And that's why it's just something like put out there like, hey, what's the furthest distance that you would drive for a three day weekend? Because it is a three day weekend. And yep. then and then, OK, what property would you want to see? And then just see what people suggest, because 
like you know there's s'more yeah it's 24 hours out but is s'more a property worth going to and like there's so many that in that area that we can like rush we could go to black mountain i mean a lot of people i mean i think a lot of people keep going to black mountain so maybe that's not the best option but it's just more is a pretty that- awesome property i enjoyed that one a lot my issue with putting it at aop is i already have an aop trip that i've i've done annually yeah. at this point like i don't as yeah. much as i love aop like i don't know i think there's more properties i could hit than did just you guys AOP. did you guys not like um, harlan uh we didn't not not like harlan uh it just was gross when we were there and we don't have mud bouncers <laughs> so it wasn't uh that entertaining um and yeah. i broke pretty quickly i broke the first day like grenaded the front gear set so i was out curtis had a blast i i missed out on doing like some of the cool iconic trails of that of that park but i'd love to go we back were, we were on the wrong side too that's the biggest fucking son of a bitch about it <clears throat> from talking with everyone else we should have camped on the meth side of town and wheeled entering that side of the property because that's how you get to the good trails relatively quickly. You don't have to cross a 30,000 acre fucking park over two mountains or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Through goat paths to get to the good shit. If you camp on the other side, you just have to shoot meth heads, which yeah, I heard, I heard heard you get robbed and it's pretty bad over there with, with the crime. Yeah, so it's we, like we went in the what was it Putney Putney entrance? Is that where? We yeah, were? we were we were at the main entrance for all the cabins and shit. Yeah, and like you can drive around the park if your rig's capable of that, and then go in the opposite entrance after you pay. We just didn't do that, and like it, it's it's kind of a net neutral with the local law enforcement. Like if you're not a jackass, they don't really care, but like. Don't go running your full tube chassis down the road from what I understand. Now, keep in mind, that's from what I understand, and I'm just some autistic fuck on the internet. Well, but, I mean, like, t- Tennessee don't give a fuck, because we were in, we took oh, all no. the buggies down the road in Tennessee, and no one said, boo to us. <laughs> yeah, Tacky Creek and shit. Yeah, really? Tacky. We drove, we drove, like, what, Mikey? Was that, like, 30 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> we would, yeah, we're it was something. It was something it. like that, and they just they got they got signs out there for you to actually do it because it was it's a known trail yeah. out there. So we did the sand mines this past year when we went down, and that was badass. Yeah, we yeah that's on my like, list. Thirty minutes. We did the uh, road, we took did the whole road. BFG the BFG app from uh, what Marvin had you know tagged, and we just followed that yeah. and uh, did everything that you saw on his video and shit. And it was it was badass. It was a good yeah, day. It was like one of my favorite days down there. Yeah, sand mines was a blast. I heard that the gatekeeper of the sand mines was pretty pretty gnarly. That like main trail obstacle. Uh, I don't know. There was a bunch uh, of good stuff there. Yeah, there was a lot of big stuff. Hey, there was a couple the things that made us work pretty good. Where Sean broke his engine mount, where Sean broke the bolts off the motor mount there on his on his buggy, that was a gnarly spot uh, up there. Yeah. Where it was all like crazy clay, and they had like Georgia clay up there, like in. It was this this red clay, and it was oh, that crazy. shit's terrible. Yeah, oh, that ledge made me that ledge made me work. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that was that area was, and that, there was some cool water crossings, and that was a. I'd go back to Tackett Creek and, and without batting an eyelash. We did that. Um, that's a, that's an eight hour day right there to go to Tackett Creek, like the sand mines there and back. If we if you didn't follow the road back, it'd be eight hours. I think it took us about six messing around getting one up way. the end of it but it just one way but i mean now that you knew it a little bit better we could probably do it there and back in like eight hours 
Yeah, because we played around at that like uh, the sand pit area there with that like rock crawl to the right side. Yeah, we played around there for a while. The garden. Yeah, yeah, we played around for a bit. I do want to say, uh, Mike, you're a fucking psycho. Like, you are so good at driving, it scares me. Like, when you drove down the, um, the fucking loading dock, I was like, oh, here we go. Just ready, ready for whatever. Like, and it, we just went right down it like a little billy goat. Doop, 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 doop. Like, it was fucking nothing. Then going down the gatekeeper. Like, that was a really fun and unique experience because usually we don't go down stupid shit. So that was... Yeah, uh, I, 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 try to, I try to put my tires on everything. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a kid in a candy store. People will be looking around, and be like, "What's this? What's this kid doing? He ain't getting out." I'm over there putting tires on something, trying something. I can't, I, just, I, I can't help it. <laughs> it's just, it, it really is impressive. The uh, how many years have you been wheeling? Uh, I had wheeled from like 18 to like I don't know, like late 20s, and then I hadn't been wheeling until three years ago. So I took a long time off. And never at this level, so I was ready to like kind of get into this level back then, and then took the three years off, and then got back into it three years ago. So this is my my third season, in, I should say. Wow, I, so. I mean, I'm I'm blown away, man. Like seriously, the uh, the technical skill that you have in that rig is fucking impressive. Really <clears throat> I appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's like yeah, I was Chris and a couple of the boys been honing me in. <laughs> it was something that me and RJ were talking about because RJ was he was hooting and hollering the whole way back about uh Chris. He he enjoys you, Chris. He thinks you're you're a hell of a guy. Um and I was telling him, I'm like, honestly, I learned so fucking much when I wheel with you two. Like, not even what you guys are telling me sometimes, but just like observing uh, observing, observing how you guys do certain shit. Like it's it's impressive. Seriously. I am not trying to jerk you guys off or nothing, but <laughs> like, okay, we appreciate it. When it's due, I'm gonna. Um, we appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, we just try. We try. We look, we're into it, so we want to get good at it and be better at it, and just keep progressing at it, and you know, go go with go with the skills. So they keep getting better. Then you got to go do more stuff and try more shit and just put tires on it and see what happens and figure it out and get used to the rig. Yeah. So, so I can't remember who it was. It was either Chris or Mike. One of you guys said that sometimes you just got to try and feel it out and spin the steering wheel around to actually figure out what the rig wants. Yeah. And that was one of the best pieces of advice, as simple as it is, that I've ever gotten. Yeah, I, I, you just gotta, you, I hate force and stuff. You can't, I hate force feeding something over something. Like, there's a way to do it. It's chess. You just got to figure out what, what's going to happen, where, where's it going, play with the tires a little bit, search for the traction, see what's going on, and then... And, go from there instead of forcing it over something so not to drag it back to west virginia again but that's sort of the that's it's sort of the the point of this, of this episode one, so uh, <laughs> but i was in cripple creek and you know that spot where there's the right line with the big massive ass boulder that you have to go up or you take the left line and you have to snake around the trees Oh yeah, yeah I, I, I pinched my stuff in there and crawled that, like crawled it, crawled it. That was the last thing we did that day. I so, know what you're talking about. So I went to the far right side there, yeah. And the rig was just—I put it in first gear and like, oh hey, you feel like you're binding up going this way. Let me just hit the clutch, let it roll back. We're gonna try cutting it to the right because the spotter is telling me to go left really hard. Oh shit, we're in the fucking line, boys. 
fucking stab it, and like it started slinging me out and catapulting the nose across the uh, that rock there, and I caught it at just the right spot. I was able to let out of the clutch and just go right up it. It was very minimal effort, and that's one of my favorite videos that I got out of that entire weekend. Yeah, just remember, binding means you got traction. <laughs> binding means but that no, don't, don't, always, don't always do that. I got, I got some CTMs in my front end. <laughs> uh, binding generally means that a 1310 drive shaft or a mile marker hub is about to exit <laughs> this fucking chat. Uh, there, shouldn't be any, there shouldn't be any 1310s on your Jeep. Yeah, I don't. What do you mean? I don't understand the question. What I don't do understand that. <laughs> That's not a thing. My my JK is thirteen fifties and fourteen tens. I, I don't. What's funny enough though, those uh those uh Toyota U joints are different. They're like Magic U joints. They're smaller and magic. somehow are stronger than everything. So uh, those don't break. John, John Bill runs them in his uh in his buggy. Yeah, those don't break. They don't break. So I'm kind of limited on my front end due to the way that my link mount is with a 241. I cannot package a 1350 or I have to move a link mount and like I'm lazy. Or, and or you can put a carrier bearing. Yeah. That, that is an option and that is one that is being considered. But like, let me cook for a little while and see where my rig ends up because... Bro, we've been letting you cook. You're burnt at this point. Sautéed. <laughs> uh, not quite burnt. What do you mean you can't caramelized. fit a 1350 at your... It, it hits the... the um, it hits the flange for my cross member. No, oh, grind that down. Right? You don't need that. It's ground down quite I a have bit. A, we cut my... it at the trail to get the 1310 to stop rubbing. Um, stupid. I jammed well, one in mine, and I, my case sits further back than yours with a very similar cross member setup. What the hell are you doing wrong? Uh, I don't know, man. I put a 241OR in there, and that was a massive mistake in all reality. So... Take yeah, that yeah, it's, it's, over, it's an overrated case. Just put a 205 and an eco box or equivalent in there and call it a day. Yeah, I I got a and you won't be waiting nine months for a three grand case that may or may not show up. Or work. Mm, yeah, that too. <laughs> My two ask, me, ask me how I know. Uh, that's why <laughs> I kind of was touching over? on it. <laughs> yeah, didn't you get fucked over by a Midnight Metalworks case? Uh, I mean, it doesn't, it pops out of gear, so I can't say they like screwed me over. Like, they Sent it to me like pretty much when they said I'd get it. Uh, it's a nice case. It's really it really is a nice piece. Um, but they did some something's wrong on the inside where they did some machining and uh, it pops out of gear and you can't machine it down and add like a uh, a shim to tighten it up because there's not enough material to do it. That's fucked, dude. <clears throat> yeah, now they're going there. He's bankrupt, so he's getting sued by a bunch of people and there's like a lawsuit like with uh like attorney general out in his state and there's a, there's a whole big ordeal on it so unfortunately that that's not going to get fixed and he was taking people's cases and then like not sending them back and then sending them out to other people and screwing yeah. a ton of people over yeah just kind of i guess he, he ended up just kind of getting desperate and too deep into trying to keep up with people's stuff and made some wrong decisions and Kind of screwed them over up. and screwed a bunch of other people over, like a bunch of us that cases don't stay in gear. I got told that Behemoth got revamped. 
Yeah, they got bought out. So, like, tech, they're a new company. But I'm not... I don't Atlas. know how to politely say this. <laughs> Atlas. Uh, Atlas. Yeah. Atlas it's, all day. It's, it's, it's tried it's and true. It's true. proven. It's tried and true. And, yep, just fucking send it, Atlas. Same money. So, fucking same money. Yeah. Um, Actually, I think Atlas is a little less money than what those guys are getting for their fucking cases. Behemoth is Behemoth right at 3 Yeah. The Behemoth um, one I thought was expensive. Now, also... Really expensive. Really fucking expensive. Yeah, that's what I thought. The Behemoth they want one was 20, more. They want like $2,400 just for an uh, empty case. Yep. For housing, uh, yes. For the housing. Yeah. Now, I'm going to end up with the 240... Or, I'm sorry, not a 241. Uh, I'm getting a 205 and a 435 that I have to go and pick up. Yeah. Um... So I'm gonna have the 205. Odds are I'm probably just gonna go with an eco box uh, <clears throat> yeah. behind the 205, AX. 203. That's where that's, the that's no. Great. Where no. were you, bro? I've been sitting here waiting for you. To, okay, so there's like there's been a discussion between me and Graham for the past I don't know probably what few days about two like a 205 doubler than an Atlas and this and that. And I'm just patiently I've been talking waiting. about this. Yeah, so why, okay, tell them, I and try to, I want to hear the discussion between the Atlas boys and Mr. I'm letting them talk. I'm letting them talk yeah, about their Atlas yeah, shit. Yeah. So, now, I'm going to put the pin in this, though. I might just no, sell No, no, you two. don't get to put a pin in it. Oh, no, 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 I do. I do. I'm fucking autistic as shit, and we are going to keep moving. Or no, we're, we're not. We're talking railing. about 205s. Um, I might just sell my 205 and the 241 to me. and go to a fuck. You might have a deal. Okay. Um, and I might just go with an Atlas at that point. because I, I, I highly recommend it. You have fun with that. I'll take your I, 205. Dude, so It'll here's my hands. issue. I don't want to have um, my gearing be something deeper than it already is. I don't like how low my first gear is to begin with. I would be happy with like a 3.4 case or a 3.2 case. I don't want any more gearing. My first gear doesn't do enough as it is. You only want 3.2? Yeah, I would be fine with you 3. Want a three you want a 3.0 ratio transfer case. Mm -hmm. So Atlas does a 3.8 or a 4.0. I got a newsflash for you. They got they Lomax gears for a 205 for 3.0 yeah, ratio. And, three fucking and you're not going to blow that up. Are they three K. grand? I thought they were less. No, they're all You're going to build all these junkyard transfer cases. You're into them for four thousand dollars, and you still have a junkyard case. Oof. So you, if you just might as well go with an Atlas, that's thirty eight hundred dollars. So, well, that's why you should just leave good enough alone. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> even that if case you, even been if you get into the seventies, uh, if some dipshit now, from back then couldn't blow it up, my buggy had a two hundred three, two hundred five in it with the three eighty three, the one that Ben has now. That is a, a tried and true bomb fucking proof. Bomb proof. I had the OG adapter, the steel adapter. I didn't have the aluminum adapter. That was from like 2001, 2002. That we added up the weight. What was the weight? We figured it was like 300 pounds just for those that Damn. doubler, right? More yeah. than it's got to be that. That Yep. No, it's 343 pounds. Um, I, I, it's, it's bomb proof. Uh, once I put the JB conversion shifters on there, everything works like it should. All that stuff. It, it's just weight packaging it, takes, it weight. takes up too much space and it's too much weight it takes up too it's much good weight it's good weight it's low yep. but but yep. The, the, the the other side of that is it's fucking bomb proof yeah i have seen atlas's break so mm -hmm. even atlas will tell you, you you cannot put a five to one atlas behind an ls 
they will not warranty it. Yep. They'll only warranty the 4.3 Atlas and down. 433830 race case. They will not warranty a 5.5 to 1 ratio Atlas behind a V8. Only V6s. Or inline. Atlas, it's on their website. It's Atlas will not. So when you see like Levis broke one, a couple guys have broken the 5 to 1 Atlases because they have a, a healthy V8 and it does it won't hold. So the 203, 205 doesn't give a flying fuck what's in front of no. it for a motor. No, it just doesn't. And mine, mine, mine shifted like butter in and out of gear. It was not. Yeah. It's it's not. Once you got the the good shifters on there, and I could actually reach them. It shifted like butter. That, that, it's, you, it's yeah, I mean, if you can get into it for cheap, if you can get into it for cheap, I mean, you do it for sure. I just wouldn't yeah. put four thousand dollars or three thousand dollars in them because now you're just into something you can get new with a warranty. But but so, me and Mike, like, you were talking about putting an atlas in mine to save the weight and the space because that so was in a receiver. Here's another thing. Um, I'm not saying that we're like big, but like there are a couple of vendors that we do talk with. I can get an Atlas for twenty seven hundred bucks. That's oh, okay, right. We have friends who yeah. That's, it's 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 one hundred percent worth it. So it's like kind of hard for me to want to look at spending fourteen hundred dollars on the Eco Box and the other transfer case. No, the, the eco the box extra. is seven hundred. You supply your two forty one C. They went up. Yeah, I think they're like twelve hundred bucks. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. I bought my eco so box. So if you're starting, if you're starting from scratch, meaning you have a drivetrain you're going to put into a Jeep or whatever, you don't have anything. You're better off putting an Allison. The other thing if you I'm have looking to buy at two hundred five. You have to buy a fucking uh, underdrive box. Like you just just buy an Atlas. Be done with it. Yep. The packaging, yeah. how small it's going to be, everything just makes things so much nicer. So, like, going back to the fact that I'm putting the 5.0 in, I'm looking at putting that 5.0 in, running it into the AX-15 and keeping Jeep shit behind it, because I have no clue where that rig is going to be at this point. Like, I spilled the guts that I was already about to do a buggy build, and that got derailed by my dad giving me my, uh, like, childhood comments that he drove around. If it wasn't for that happening, I would be building a buggy right now. So, like, I don't know where the future on that thing lies. There is a much better resale market for an Atlas that bolts up to a Jeep case. Yeah, pretty much. Anyone would buy that with a Jeep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's like, I can put a 3.8 Atlas in, and it's slightly better than what is in my rig, because I already hate the 4 to 1. I like the control, but I hate that. Why would you I put an Atlas in it if you don't like the four to one? Because they offer a three eight, speed. which is slightly better. Um, you're talking pennies on the dollar, my dude. Yeah, it's not going to make much of a difference. I wouldn't touch it unless that case Honestly, explodes in your face. Honestly, I would put a fucking two thirty one back in it. But to question, be real with you, you could do can't, that and make some money back. With like, the Atlas, can't you do the two speed and then buy the the fucking the adapter for it as well? Like, can't you do that? Is yeah. it like two speed to four speeds? And like you could just buy you could so put much. an ego box in front of it and then fucking have stupid low gears, which I want nothing to do with. That's why I wanted to go to a 205 with a 435 in front of it because the ratios ended up better for what I you've want. You've been talking to Jacob. That's what you've been doing. <laughs> yeah, that a sounds like Jacob right there. <laughs> It sounds like hey. he's a smart man. <laughs> if you're, uh, hey, if you're, you're going to waste your time on a 205, definitely get the Ford one so you can get 32 spline and 
yes. around yeah. pattern instead of that fucking figure eight pattern. Yeah, and Craven, no, Craven's got one. Just, just throwing it out there with a two forty one doubler. Yeah, well, that's like dealing with Craven and with a like, with a Jeep pattern, like bolts up to a Jeep. Oh, that's area. terrible. That came off an AW. Came out of that Comanche and they had an AW. Came out of my MJ. You had uh, an MJ? Yeah, yeah was, everyone was, in this chat MJ. except for Graham's had an MJ. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I haven't, Richie. I had, hasn't. I had, a, I had a top secret MJ. Oh, hey, Richie. Oh, you want a wheel and rig? What? <laughs> hey, Richie, you want a wheel and rig before I sell it? <laughs> Good talk. Well, he, he must be muted. Yeah, I have an MJ. Yeah, I, I know you have an MJ. You called me over the weekend. You want it before it goes? I do, but I I can't spend the money on it right now. Okay, that's fair. I just given you the right of first refusal because fuck the buyer that's lined up. Lots of Damn. love. I, I, uh, I was I was so close to pipe chiming in saying I want it, but then I was like, no, I have other responsibilities first. Dude, it's a literal like fucking unicorn because it's an AX15 Manchi. I know that's why I wanted it. <laughs> I'm two wheel drive. I would take it. Short bed, two wheel drive. Mm-mm-mm. Hell yeah! Uh, it's a bob bed, <laughs> four wheel drive with an abortion of an eight and a quarter swap, but it's not terrible. I take me a nice OG Pioneer. <laughs> yeah, it ain't OG. This thing's cute, got a couple cans of rattle. Cute little shop truck. Michael be selling the fucking the Honda Civic. That's the new daily. We're talking about your buddy's TJ for a daily. That, that kid that had the TJ on the 33s. Yeah, that teal up. one. That fucking hey, teal 97. I don't think he was C- Cody's buddy. About oh, I thought he was with Cody. The green one? Yeah. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. No, yeah, no, I don't even know who that kid is. I, I, I think I, he was Ryan's, maybe Ryan's friend or maybe they just they showed up yeah i think because he posted on that uh yeah he posted something like yeah public or whatever that's what it was yeah that thing was that thing was clean i would i would run that oh yeah i put a little snail on that and daily oh god why Nope. all day i gotta hit the highway speeds kid i gotta go to boston every day (laughs) (laughs) so you don't see in it You want to talk about some fucked up Jim Overly shit going on. I'm getting a free HX35 with that fucking Cummins. So that might end up on the 5.0 if I go full potato, but I really you should, should stop have, myself. I have like three of them sitting around. You know how many of those Do stupid you? 24 valves I've had? Uh, I literally just gave one to Sean. I have at least one uh, other that is just sitting in a bucket. Is it in good shape? Because the turbo that's on the truck needs a rebuild. That's why the truck What does truck Sean need HX35 for? Uh, he used to have a 24 valve. Oh, I was going to say, because he has my truck. Yeah, he used to have he one. better not be putting an HX35. I don't know what happened to my yeah. HX35 I'll, that I gave him. I don't I'll think hit I him up back. about it. Um, but I have another one. Like I said, I literally have another in a bucket. So. Yeah, I need an HX35 at the minimum. I'm looking at putting an S300 on it, but if I can get an HX35 in okay shape, I'll slap that thing back on there and just get it back together because I'd rather resto mod it and get it back rolling than fucking deal with putting an S300 on on top of the body work it needs. I'm fine with driving a boring truck if it's running. Boring you know trucks what I mean? don't break down as often. 
Yeah, well, like, my original plan was S300 with Marine 50 horsepower injectors. Like, just keep it fucking very boring. Um, it's got that fucking DTT rebuilt transmission in it, so I'm not worried about that, but I want to keep it as boring as I can and have it be as reliable as it can be because it's a 400,000-mile truck. Well, you do want to just get to the trail. That's what it's all about. Yeah, dude. Um, and I want to keep it around for a long time. That truck's been in my family for almost 20 years. I want it to be something that my kids are driving. Yeah. Sounds lame. Emotions are gay. Emotions are <laughs> terrible. I'm going to drop it and put it on methods, but that's different. What? <clears throat> yeah. You heard me, Cody. You're lowering it and putting it on methods. Dude, I'd rather it. shit in a sock and suck on it than see somebody do that. <laughs> Why? Nope, I'm dropping it down to two-wheel drive height. Nothing says sentimental value than browing out my fucking truck. <laughs> my, my dad's truck? Yeah, it's on methods and two inches lower. <laughs> I mean, whatever, man. If that makes you happy, that's fine. I'm just giving you a hard time. I feel like dropping it two inches, keeping it on stock size tires, and slapping a set of non-beadlock methods in the machine finish on it is like a tasteful mod. It's not like, you know, the Brodozer blown asshole 22s on a fucking second gen like uh, every high schooler man, does. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like the look when they're when the rims are massive like that. But I'm very no, but biased. Like, <laughs> but like, throw a set of nice 17 methods on there, and it's going to look okay. And if you just, like... Not even. You can go cheaper. The 17-inch uh, third-gen wheels look pretty damn good. They do, but, like, I just... And it looks dodge. It looks looks like Grandpa owned it. Uh, I like want to have the truck and the Jeep match, Method though. Grandpa doesn't buy methods. But, like, I Grandpa want the truck and to match. He does buy meth, though. Yes, he does. <laughs> especially <laughs> especially in Tennessee. <laughs> especially in Springfield. Or Tennessee. <laughs> Wouldn't Springfield be heroin? I would yes. think it would be heroin. Yeah. Well, I actually, I asked, I asked Ryan. I said, "What's the hot? What's the hotness out there?" And he'd, he said, uh, "What did he say, Chris? It was uh, it was meth and something oh. else." Was it meth and then prescription pills, or was and it something else? Or, and then, like, right when you get around Orange, towards like Orange Gardner and towards the city, it was more heroin and fentanyl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the fun stuff, <laughs> the terrible shit. Yeah. Did you guys hear about that shit in New York though? With the fucking daycare, did you guys hear about that? No. no. Fucking four one-year-olds all died because some one of the like you know teacher things had fentanyl on her, <clears> and they got into it. How fucking terrible is that? Dude, that is crazy. terrible. Yeah. Sorry, no, it's not off road related. It was just something to do with yeah, that. You could toss, uh, toss her in the wood chipper. Honestly. <laughs> um, but, anyways, do we want to get into the mishap that happened at West Virginia? Yeah. That, uh, whoever yeah, wants to speak on it, maybe. So, we, I'll start off with Cripple Creek was fun to go down. And uh, we got to the end. We're going to take a little lunch break. Um, we pulled up there's another group of uh, some of the guys, like the the people that came, not like you guys. Um, so we kind of like dispersed out. Uh, Cinnamons went to the left. Uh, Mikey was kind of straight ahead, and I was to the right of Mikey. And Tim came down last. 
he wanted to be a hero and do a little bit of a wheelie to come out of Cripple Creek because there was that like three or four foot embankment. Well, when he decided to be a hero, his throttle got stuck wide open. He crashed into the back of the Cinnamons, snapped the coil over in half, jumped over their entire rig, almost ran over Kate, then crashed into the back of Mikey, jumped Mikey's Jeep, and then fucking slammed the back of my JK. Certifiably not great. Not great. So he pushed my Jeep like two feet in park. Um, So he fucked the back of my Jeep up and uh, broke Cinnamon's coilover. And Mikey's Jeep just didn't care. It just kind of bounced off of it. It didn't really do anything to Mikey's. No, nah, it was all um, right. Slow- fucking beef. <laughs> yeah, Mikey's Mikey slowed the impact down on my on my JK for sure. But I still got uh, $12,000 in damage in JK. So uh, mine was pretty hard. hard. No one got hurt, luckily. Kate was buckled in, and Chris was buckled in, and Timmy was buckled in. So they kind of, they were kind of sore. Good. They had, they had some whiplash because they, yeah, oh, the they, they, they took they the brunt. They took the brunt of the slammed. Head. Yeah, they got, they got fucking slammed. Uh, yeah. I mean, it moved, it moved the six thousand pound JK two feet in park. I wasn't even in it, and it moved my Jeep like two feet. So that, that was a good hit to push that to push mine over a log, like over a log. Like it was a good fucking hit. That's fucking excessive. It takes a fuck ton to get yeah. my shitbox moving, and it's fifty five hundreds. Yeah, and he was on the brakes. He, he was on the brake. You could hear. I mean, he he was all fucking foot on the brake, and it was. He said yeah, he, he said it's a healthy pretty, motor. Uh, bent the bent the brake pedal. So. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, his motor's healthy. It's tuned, and it was, and it's, and it's finally running right. So like it had, it was running right, and uh, yeah, he and took all he could to fucking to, to try to stop it. But I will yeah. say. I went and uh, hung out with Tim and Timmy, and Timmy showed me on the brake pedal where it is bent. That brake pedal is bent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was trying to stop it, for sure. We didn't yeah. know it happened so fast that, like, we heard, like, the woof of an LS, like the whoop-ow, and then when it came down on the ground, we saw him hit Cinnamons, and when I saw him hit Cinnamons, I kind of, like, ran around. The, I just got out of my Jeep, so I ran around the, the driver's side front of my Jeep, and then hid behind Ben's buggy, uh, my old buggy. I hid, I hid in the corner over there, trying to like get out of the way. Um, but it was like so fast, and we didn't really even notice that it hit my Jeep because we were just checking on Chris and Kate because they were the ones that took the impact. Um, and then we we walked over, and I was like, "Oh fuck me!" I'm like, "He's into my fucking tailgate." Uh, I wrinkled my tub pretty good through the armor, bent my. Swing on tire carrier, bent my armor, bent my top. My top doesn't fit anymore, and uh, my my back roll cage passenger door doesn't shut. So my hard doors are not happy to go on. Wow, that's not great. No, it's not good. So that was the mishap, but no one got hurt. Uh, and we're trying fuck. to figure out the rest. Yeah, oh, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it could have been it could have been way worse if Kate would have been getting out of the ring or. Um, oh yeah. Hundred percent. It would have been. It would have been. He he literally when he hit the coilover on Chris's on, on the cinnamon's rig, he climbed up and over their cage, like he he like monster truck climbed over that that rig. Wow. Uh, so, he went through through Chris's buggy pretty much, like he he went up and over it. So like so. we were coming down and we had a major failure to launch right, like um. Yeah. 
we did the typical blue collar off road thing where like three of us are ready to go and the fourth isn't, and somehow mm -hmm. nine follow the fourth. Um, Why was somebody redoing their gears in the parking lot? Or no, that's to be expected. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> so like whatever, we're on our way down, and I remember I was driving on the way down, and like I was chasing Curtis, and we were being jackasses. I slammed into second, and then all of a sudden, I see Curtis, who doesn't have fucking working brake lights, like, fucking standing on the brakes, because all of you guys were down there from that mishap, and I'm like, oh god, what the fuck? And I got out and started walking down, and the oh god, what the fuck turned into a oh god, what the fuck? Just opposite sense of that set of phrases when you started explaining what was going on. I thought it was just like a trail scab incident. Right. That uh, shit was fucking wild. Yeah, yeah shit, shit was, happens uh, in a flash. Yeah. Two seconds, That's you know, it. not even. We're in a very dangerous sport, and um, we're just big bags of water, so you gotta be careful with us. We're very delicate people. Uh, luckily, Chris and Kate were okay, and Timmy didn't get you know wrecked inside. He said he, it didn't even really hurt him. He was all harnessed in and buckled, and he didn't, you know, it, it was just going for a trail ride with him. Uh, just happened to be through all of our rigs. Um, hey, on the note of being yeah. harnessed in and buckled, I don't know if you guys got a chance to talk with Logan at all. I did not. Uh, you guys missed out. He's a fucking awesome dude. But he goes after the first run up Cripple Creek. He's like, man, I fucking get why you guys are so fucking hard on about those harnesses. Or something along those lines, because he had been wheeling my rig, and he hadn't like stepped up into the one tons and stickies and all that stuff before. We're building his one ton rig, but he got it right then and there after the Timmy incident, and then the run up Cripple yeah. Creek. He sold. Yeah, all it takes is it takes one little fuck up, you know, and that was something that uh, was out of the blue. Uh, he, he, he drove the whole trail and never had a fucking issue. You know, all of a sudden the throttle gets stuck. Uh, and know, that's terrible. Showing off, is, sh showing off is not a very smart thing to do in the sport that we're in, uh, especially in tight quarters. Uh, even if he uh, fully did what he wanted to do with his little wheelie jump, it was it was kind of a dumb thing to do in that, that small of a spot. Because um, he would have probably slid into Chris anyways. Uh, he only had one buggy length to land on the top of that little pad. So I mean, regardless, it, it was dumb, and uh, it, it, he could have—he definitely could have killed somebody. So it was just—it was stupid to do in the beginning, was, and you know, but not that, not, not it was stupid to do at that exact time. But something like that could have also just happened while he was just going up a trail mm -hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, correct. And it would have—it would have happened at some point because you know he was still keep putting in the time on. Yeah, uh, the computer learning is driving and shit, so getting on it and doing other shit. So it would have happened somewhere else. He might have even been going faster, and something oh. else could have happened even worse. Was it? Yeah. A, was it the throttle sticking or was? Yeah. It so like they added a part, they put a different, they put a new motor in it, like the week before when they put the throttle cable back in. Uh, mm. They put it in the nut, like something the other way around, which really didn't have, you know, never showed a problem before. It didn't look like it'd yeah, be an issue, but a panel bolt or something. Like yeah, that. it was something like that. Like one bolt and it just, it was just enough to touch the fucking, uh, when, uh, the went for the farther back, it, it held it. And, uh, yep. you would have never saw that until something like this would have happened. Cause it didn't look like it would ever have even a better thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 
And in the moment, you don't think of putting it in neutral. You don't think of shutting it down because everything's no. happening so fast. You're trying to figure out and process what the fuck is going on. So, I, I, I mean, he, he reacted <clears throat> decently quick considering what, you know, ah, like you're, you're freaking out and, and all that stuff. But it, it's just, a, it could have, it could have been avoided. That's all. Yep. It, it definitely could have been avoided. It's, that's certifiably just a terrible situation. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Uh, that's why you know. don't stand behind rigs or in front of them or uh, oh yeah he would have crushed he would have crushed yeah. whatever was behind my, my rig i mean it wouldn't have, yeah it, it wouldn't have, it would it would hurt something luckily like i said like kate it, it literally drove over the door bar the roof bar on on chris's rig like she saw like the tire pretty much on her shoulder like it drove yeah. right over her head yeah so that was that that could have been real pulling went through the window or it would have I mean, Chris's rig's only small. Could have pushed, pushed Chris's rig like pushed you right over like it was nothing. You know, yep. that rig's not very big. So no, it's uh, it small as fuck. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. You know, that, that's a light little rig that could have you know pushed them over and cat and mouse action. Um, yep, and pushed them over for sure. You know, it's the only thing that would have been better to have hit would have been Timmy Gibson's rig or Tim Gibson's rig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, just because yeah, like it wouldn't have fucking damaged it that bad. Well, theoretically, if it would have hit, it would have hit Ben's buggy. It would have been fine too. You know, would have slammed one of the back of the tubes. And it yeah, it hits the only like full-bodied rig. Yeah, the only Which, rig there yeah. that fucking drives. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, and, hey. and when we started looking into it, it was more and more and more damage. I'm like, oh come on. Yeah. Hey. So to be real with you, that's part of the reason I keep it tagged and insured is like if I go fucking slamming into Grambino's rig, I can just fucking write it off on an insurance accident. And like, yeah, it sucks, but like it is what it is. What are the chances? Yeah, you know, you're similarly it, built yeah. off-road vehicles uh, <laughs> smashing like, into each other on the road. Uh, it's no, a terrible it's a, bender. Ah, uh, yeah, as much man. as we drive on the road, I drive on every day. And- <laughs> in the woods, I'm parked and not even in it. I get fucking slammed. <laughs> so, yeah, that's 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 how it works. So yeah. I'm fully covered. I have insurance and everything. He doesn't. So this this is the this is the path that we're going down now. Yep. Well, just Dude, think about I'm- it in the comparison to like people on track. Have you ever seen that video where? I think it was like a Maserati ran into like an old '60s Ferrari and just oh, completely Jesus. totaled it out. And it's like it's half a million dollar car. Yeah, and by on track, there's like you know you sign the waivers. It is not nobody is responsible. It's kind of like one of right. those things too, where it's like yeah, even though if you did something stupid, like I don't know, like that's just a such an odd scenario where like obviously you feel bad, you feel like you know it is your fault, but like in that moment, well, it fuck. is. But... No, but I'm just saying, well, like in like in that specific moment of on track, obviously when that... you're when you're oh. when you're racing when you're racing, it's a different situation. Uh, I was stopped to have a peanut butter and jelly. Uh, so we're not, we're, we're, we weren't racing. So you take the, if we were on a trail mm. and he rolled into me or something like that. Okay. That's understandable. Yeah. You know, we, we were, we were literally sitting to have lunch. So to show off and, and, and for that to happen, cause you showed off, that's a different scenario. If he would have been, Oh my God, run the trail. And he tried a badass obstacle and fell into me. That, that's my, I don't care. Like that, that is what it is. But when you're doing something to show off in front of other people and then you cause more damage and, just fucking fix it. 
like it's his job to fix it. That, that's what yeah. it's called. Everything's in fair use, so that that makes sense. Like I get what you're saying. Right. You like, know what I mean? Like if I if, I, if we swap seats and I was driving the buggy and it happened to me and I slammed into the back, guess what? I gotta take care of it. You know what yeah. I mean? You be you be a man. You fucking take care of it and you move forward. Yep. That, that's mm-hmm. what that's what you do. I hear so you. That's how it works. But that was the unfortunate part, and the only and it's still drives. So it's a uh, you know it's it's not it's uglier than it was, but it still drives, and uh, no one got hurt. So I guess it is what it is. So are are you still moving out west? What the fuck? You don't have to tell what happened with that, but like it's yeah. Like, so it's just know? it's uh we, we we had some issues, some uh, medical issues with the old lady, and, and uh, we're trying to we're trying to figure that out now. And we are up in the air right now. How's that? Okay. All right. Well, if, if my say has anything to weigh into it, I enjoy having you around. That's all I'm talking about. No, no, it's too I hot. Shut out the there. fuck up. You don't even go <laughs> wheeling with the boy. <laughs> Damn. I don't geez. I don't hate it here. I would just like to be <laughs> Heart reaction, Cody. Um <laughs> nah, I'm glad to have Ayashua staying up there if he's gonna stay up there for now. I do want to make a trip out to go and hang out with Tyler Herlock. But like it's such a fucking logistical nightmare to make that happen when making a Connecticut trip happen is fucking terrible. Yeah, you need uh you need some weeks to go out west if you're gonna plan on doing wheeling and shit, that's for sure. Not in a week. (laughs) We plan on doing a twenty twenty five trip to the hammers and hit San Hollow and I'd like to hit up Rugged Mountain Ranch on the way back and Well, who was talking about you know, you do the drive down there or over there, I guess. Um, right? I guess it's uh, it's expensive as hell, but you could just find a storage place to store your your rig in a storage unit, put the trailer somewhere, probably in that same storage function, and uh, just fly back and fly in and out for a few weekends. Like do you that. You could for do that once. That sounds be, expensive. It's that's, expensive. That's kind of what that's what Seamus, Seamus and Eugene do. So they 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 rent a condo or something out there, and then they have a garage. And Eugene's got like a WJ on like thirty fives that he wheels lock lock, and Seamus has like a TJ on thirty fives lock lock, and they fly out and they wheel Moab because you don't need a tube chassis to wheel Moab. The traction's insane, and then they just. Fly out for you know four, five, six, seven days, then come back. They don't drive out there; they just fly out there. And I think that if you can't take all the time off, that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, you, could, uh, you could definitely fit in, fit in a bunch of trips over like a year, six months, or whatever. Yeah, just leave. I mean, it took it took, me, sure. it took me three days to come back last year, um, and yeah. I was doing like four a.m. to ten p.m. So it took me like that was assault and i was by myself so i was just driving stopping to get fuel and that was it and it took me three days to get back in a well it was in a 70 speederbilt but it was it, yeah, it's, it's, still, a ride. it's it's an operation it's to get out there for yeah, sure so, I mean, it's, a, it's a ride you know and, and i had i think it was i think it was like three thousand dollars in fuel yeah that's about right it took me and brand Siri like 40 hours to get out to new mexico because we took yeah. two naps and then um i think it was like I paid fuel on the way out there, and I think it was like eighteen hundred bucks one way to get out yep. there in, in diesel. And that's a and that's a small truck. I mean, I drove a, a big truck with a four hundred yeah. big cam in it, so mm. yeah. I was getting five six miles to the gallon instead of you're like eight or ten, um, or twelve or whatever Mark uh, Mark's truck's getting. It's a it's a it's a lot of 
it's a lot. You know what I mean? It's a lot to get out there. And it's worth it 100%, but it's a lot to get. I understand. If it's you commitment. don't have two or three drivers, it, it's a pain in the ass. It's money. It's time. It's definitely commitment for sure, but it is 100% fucking worth it. Oh, it's 1,000% worth it. No <laughs> the wheeling is insane. Everybody out there is all about the wheeling, the culture. Everybody out west is all about wheeling. I've met that, seven-year-old dudes who are on 42s, like, tearing it up. These guys are just, <laughs> that's that They literally are retired. They got diesel pusher motorhomes. And they tow their rigs around, and they fucking they wheel, and they got little dogs and and wives that hang out at the camper when they get back. <laughs> Pretty rad. It's it's, it's insane. Oh, like I literally wheeled for a whole day on Tuesday, pre running trails that all these guys were sixty eight and up, and they all That's had forty awesome. twos on the all forty two stretched LJs, fucking Dynatrack axles, like all done up, like and they didn't give a fuck. That's wild. That's awesome. Out west is a lot more money. Yep, that's for sure. They're a lot nicer rigs. <laughs> they well, everything, everything laughs out there. Everybody was laughing because they literally looked at my rig and it, it was, it had rust on it from like from the winter wheel. And then they're like, "Wow, what the hell is that? Where are you guys from? You guys from like east, you know, east coast?" I'm like, "Yeah, they're like oh, rust. That's coast. That's so weird." Because everybody else out there's got like bare fucking bare metal and it's not even yes, rusty. And it's <laughs> looks brand new. It looks brand new. And a lot of people out there, they rocks. just run DO, like run DOT tires because the, the, the traction out there is pr- yeah, pretty wild. So <laughs> my tires came back after nine days of wheeling out there. Very feathered. Probably yeah. to, probably a, a season's worth of wheeling in nine days. I mean I wheeled that much that as well out there, but like the traction is just crazy. Yep. Dude, I can't get over coming from New England to the south and losing traction. I can only imagine what it's like out there where, like, you just have to use the clutch pedal in first. That's it. And then, you know, you're not used to uh, sticking some certain shit, and you go, oh, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is working. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta well, see you can get through. yourself in a lot more trouble. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You can, you can break a lot traction. more shit, too, because of the binding and the traction and shit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you can get yourself into some pretty in Zan Hollow and said, I've seen some of those those single seat buggies. I'm like, how the fuck are you getting it out? Like if you That's why you there, see a lot of uh that's yeah. why you see a lot of front front digging up up uh ledges instead of doing it in four wheel drive, they'll do it in two wheel drive to get it to climb for us because you you'll less stress on some of the shit. Yeah, no shit. Yep. Well, like uh we talked to David Hellman out there. He's like I don't care what tires I put on it. I'll throw Toyos on it. I'll throw uh, Nittos on there. Whatever works, because I just need six of them to get Camel out there, because he's got that uh, tow truck. And it's just wild where he takes that tow truck. Yep. Is that the uh, extreme, extreme 404 guy? Yeah. Yeah, he does the 4 by 4 tours. Yep. Yeah, he calls yep. it Mater. So that's the guy... No, no, no that's he calls a different Camel. One. That is a totally different guy, different and apparently guy. they have okay. beef. They're, oh, they got beef. All, all the tow truck guys out there have. I don't know if it's beef with each other, but they're all like a little, <laughs> little tizzy. Because I'm, so I'm the Utah met, tow truck man. Yeah, <laughs> I met his name was. I think his name was Heavy Chevy, and he had coilovers and bypasses in the front of his tow truck. Uh, six <laughs> 40 inch Toyos, um, bead locks, and yeah, like two 16,000 pound winches on the back, and like a 16,000 pound winch on the front. Worn, and he was. Farm board air. It was four fifty four big block with like fuel injection. Like it was a badass truck for a for a tow truck. And he pulls. He, they do. They own it. It's extreme four by four, four by four extreme, and they do tours. Yeah, as that's well. the guy. That'd be David Hellman, I think. Yeah, it's called him Heavy Chevy, and uh, 
he was cool shit to meet him. I met him out there. Eric's truck was actually in his yard with um, that guy, Chris from YouTube. He's got that suburban that's all bobbed on 42s. The white burb. Yep. It's got corner front about. and rear. Yep. Yeah. So his, yeah, that was there. There was a bomber chassis and there was like 10 Toyotas on 40s. Uh, hmm. When I, I went to pick up the Peterbilt, I'm like, wow, this place is cool. And I was like, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of cool trucks here. And they have all three plus three Chevys that they made into like four and five row rigs to take people around in Moab. Yep. They have like exo cages on them, cut the bodies out of them. So they're like, they're like Mega Mind is a huge, just yeah, tube. Yeah, they've got a big old, yep. We yeah, talked, they're, they're, sounds there. like they're pretty wild, wild to wheel. We had a, a really good talk with him about that. Uh, when we talked with him, just the yeah, he's, he's, he's logistics of, of driving a tour bus. Off yeah, pretty road, much. Pretty yeah. much. But like, but like he said, a lot of the people he brings out have never even been in dirt. You know what I mean? And these people yeah. are coming from California and Oregon and, and they've, they've seen you know, pictures or they've gone to the beach, but they've never yeah. taken their rig. They have cars and they've been in four wheel drive vehicles. So yeah. they're like, yeah ecstatic to go out there and, and see what some of this one can do and those those Chevys are pretty impressive because of the traction out there you know they, yep. they can put them in some, some scary spots to get those guys going around and they must be top heavy as hell uh-huh um we own those big bastards they're heavy like in general pound, i was saying it's like eight thousand pound rig with all the seats and people yeah on it. i mean he was and, saying and like, like there's a, there's i remember him saying there's a spot on one of their loops where like if you don't have the tire in the right spot just instant 14 bolt snap just gone. Oh, really? <laughs> just, just gone. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, so they know it. That, yeah, it's, they've it's done it so many times. A, they know it. It's it's a whole other world out there. Like when I landed, there was like five thousand people that like live in Moab, and then it's something ridiculous. Like there's fifty five thousand people there in the summer. Like yep. it's just it's it, it. No one lives in Moab. like it's just they're all rich people houses. Like you know what I mean? Like to, to buy a house there, it's you uh, it can't even afford it. It's all yep. people from California and Colorado and stuff that just buy houses there to, to come ski and mountain bike and, and do all the because it's beautiful. It's it's off road mecca of anything hiking, you know, kayaking, everything. You can do everything out there. It's just yeah, uh, it's expensive as hell to live out there. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is you got to win the lottery and then you move out there Correct. and have fun. Got it. Well, so retire, you tent, like tents are pretty <laughs> cheap. Yeah, I thought you were a hammock guy. Now you have a tent. What the fuck? Well, there's no on? trees out there. We have to downgrade. <laughs> no, he needs a tent now. Yeah. He's plus one. He's grand plus one. So he needs a tent because the hammock's not big enough. <laughs> so that's what he needs. He needs they make the hammock. They make hammock tents. Do they? Yeah, I'm down. Oh, yeah. Hammock tent. <laughs> he said, they're, I'm they're, down. they're legit. They're legit. Hell yeah. So, like, can we just set that up between the two retard XJs? Yep. Uh, well, you need three. You need three corners. I think they're like three corners. Oh, uh, three, three. Well, I don't know if a hammock tent's gonna fly in Moab though. There no, two, um, maybe two trees with a lot of ratchet straps, but three trees. Well, two uh, trees. Oh, and oh, You're all right. Oh, true. Okay. The hammock tent I used, uh, you hung up just like a normal hammock. I've seen oh. some wild ones that like people put them over like brooks and rivers and shit and. I would I would set the mood, you know what I mean? When you wake yeah. up, you just fall out. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> or it just drops in the middle of the night because you don't have it tied down right. Yeah. Get your shit right, right into the river. 
You gotta work on your sailor knots, that's all. <laughs> God damn it, Graham. What? This is that's all your fault. fault. All hammock your tent? fault. Yeah, hammock time. <laughs> now that you've got a plus one and you scared Morgan out of wheeling. Like Damn. He's you're gonna have you to can, fucking bully the hammock. We're gonna have to bully fucking Cody into actually becoming cool and coming on these trips so we can have the third shitbox XJ to tie the fucking tent up to because <laughs> Lord knows Richie's a lost cause at this point, having a kid and all. Gonna <laughs> make me cry. <laughs> Lots of love, Richie. I'll see you in like three weeks. Yep, you will. Are you are you crashing in my house? I forgot to ask. Uh, I don't think that that's a question worth answering. You already know that answer. Okay. He's sleeping in a tent. We just talked about this. Jeez. It's <laughs> a hammock program, tent, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm also going to need some help getting that Cummins on because that truck hasn't ran in fucking five years. Well, so I, I was already counting that. Yeah, Sunday's going to be a disaster. Um, yeah. I, I was expecting to get roped into manually loading a truck onto a trailer, but I had to ask about where you'd sleep because that, that's that how was... this works. Uh, is your Jeep running? It will if I put the battery in it. You should put oh. a battery in it. Excellent. Does that have a winch uh, on it? No, it does not. Oof. Uh, also, we've got to drag this Cummins up a hill and then down a hill and 90 degrees. It's going to be terrible. Why can't you just make it run? Um, I don't have enough crayons nor potatoes to fix that thing in my dad's fucking driveway over a period of less than three hours. Oh, Especially what's, what's where it's it? Uh, it doesn't have a turbo on it right now. You don't. You don't need one of those. It's just nice to have. Um, so I'm just going to load it up, drag it down to Tennessee, and Logan and myself are going to abuse my Cherokee to push it into its little hidey hole <laughs> until it's alive again. Um, lots of sexual abuse is going to happen. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't know it yet, but it's in for a rough life. I think it already it know it knows it it's known you since you were very young. Yeah, dude. I, we I have some very distinct memories of bombing around in that fucking thing when we were like 16, 17 years old. How is it not crumpled into a ball yet? Do you remember when we Why jumped that shit box? Um, <laughs> dude, we jumped this shit box a good like ten feet, not like in height. But like just fucking in time in the air off of Bogue Road, yeah. and then like I didn't know feet was measured in time. That's crazy. That's uh, per time. Um, <laughs> it was in the air for a solid two, three seconds before it slammed down with the fucking grace of a falling whale. And I'm not talking about my ex. Oh, that fucking. Oh. That's that was wow aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> that was aggressive. Yeah, that was the whole Whose episode this? <laughs> uh, well, they knew what they signed up for. We, these poor guys have both been on here multiple times at this point now for both of them. Yeah, second team. time for me. Second time for me. Yeah, so that's multiple. <laughs> I'm terrible at math here. Um, anyways, though, 
back to the subject. I really appreciate you guys for coming down. It was fucking awesome seeing you guys. And it was funny as fuck at 9 o'clock on a uh, Saturday night seeing you guys deal with um, the special ed kids. And I'm not talking <laughs> about me and JB. Yeah, it's our pleasure, man. We appreciate the invite. We, yeah, uh, we, we like, to, we like to support you guys. We like pop around to your stuff. We enjoy the wheeling and hanging out. Yeah, I mean, also, I'm really glad that like some other ideas have came out of this uh, that we're going to definitely have to explore more. Yeah, like atlases. <laughs> um, <laughs> 205, 205 doubler. Why stop there? Uh, Go for uh, it. Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, I'm, talking about, I'm just talking about myself. Never mind. Do any of you guys know where the superior shock, or like of any of the superior shocks sitting around? Because I could use another pair of 14 uh, coilovers. I figure one of you guys uh, no. would know. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, actually, doesn't Ben have some uh, coilovers on that match? Yeah, well, I don't think he's taking them out of that yet. Also, now that we're far enough away from the Timmy saga, why the fuck have you guys been hiding Tim Gibson from us? That dude's a fucking saint. He just came uh, out, started coming out, right? He just uh, he just finished his yeah. rig, right? He just he's been working on that rig for like fucking three or four years. Damn. So it just it just got brought off this year. Like it's it's fresh. He's a fucking riot, dude. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, they yeah, I like him. He's a good dude. And he takes everything in stride. It's fucking amazing. He almost like front flipped it, you know, like the ass of the rig was above the nose and he just slammed the throttle down. It lands and he goes, Woof. like fucking. Yeah, you don't care. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking awesome. I love all the rockaholics that we've gotten to wheel with. Yeah, it's a good bunch. It's a good bunch of peeps. A lot of hardcore people. Yeah, yeah. any event that we host, the Rockaholics are always welcome. Yeah, we usually uh, we usually take over all your stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, do. I don't know about take over all of our stuff. I didn't see you guys out on trail at all. Like I was searching for you guys. Yeah, from just 8 more people than you. Three a.m. <laughs> we just he's bring more bodies to all your stuff. He's, he's <laughs> speaking more about the backyard build stuff. I will yep. say. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's not difficult. Because that's all you guys. So you guys are all backyard build. So. Backyard build oh. is unfortunately dead at the wheel, it seems, just in general it's, with people who are... We'll, bra we'll, blame, uh, we'll blame Craven, piece of shit. Uh, dad piece moved shit. away. and Stepdad <laughs> moved away. Stepdad moved away. And Nobody even saw him. I was the only one who actually saw him wheel. And every time was, we did, we broke. What's unfortunate <laughs> is he actually, he legit thought he was uh, that this last trip was the following weekend. So he thought he was going to be at... At the uh, Web Wheelers Ball. He's like, yeah, uh, he hit me and Chris up. He's like, yeah, uh, so next weekend's the uh, Web Wheelers Ball. We're like, bro, no, it's in two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he was, he was in a, being Yeah, he was in Crandon, right? Yeah. We had a couple <laughs> other guys who we met at S'more who were would have been a blast to have down there, but were at Crandon instead. Oh. So yeah. Frankie would have had a blast chasing Dillers around. There, I didn't see a single Diller. Shut the it, fuck up. There were dillers there, and we're going to tell him that. <laughs> there were no dillers. We're going to make him feel bad. Craven actually fixed Melissa's Jeep, so he actually would have had a rig to wheel with us. 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna press way. X to doubt because Craven doesn't wheel. <laughs> oh, he actually, uh, it's he actually literally finished. in the last name. He, fin- <laughs> he finished her Jeep. It's it's all set up now. It's on 40s, and and they actually went to Winrock and stuff. And he actually went wheeling without us, of course. I miss Melissa though. Melissa was definitely the better part of that group because she'd be like, "Oh my God, you're getting sunburnt. You need to drink more water and then throw water <laughs> at us." Yeah, we we love we love Melissa. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. Craven, yeah, we miss Craven's cool having though. Yeah, we miss having them up here. Yep. Do you really though? Like, let's be real. He, he smells kind of funny, and he never wheels. <laughs> he doesn't wheel. No, he doesn't wheel. He's, we still love him. He's like the retarded brother you never wanted. Hey, <laughs> hi, it's me. We still, we still, we still love him. So, like, am I the retarded stepson at this point? You're something, all right. Whatever you want to identify as. You're like the retarded cousin <laughs> that isn't you know they're not in the same state as you so you don't see I, them that like often the but cousin. yeah, that yeah. Cousin. yeah Luke would be more of the retarded cousin. <laughs> like, you're not really my family but you kind of all right well then on that note um <laughs> if you're gonna go on about family life could you give us some dad advice sure i thought that was an outro right there i was I wasn't sure. I'm like, yeah, what are we doing? We're going like, we're going like, take care of your kids here. Let the kids ask. Like, what, what are we doing here? Come on, some dad advice. Here? Like, you know, you both have some fucking gray in your beards. I figured that you'd have some life advice for us young whippersnappers and people that <laughs> no. don't wheel. Make a plan um, and stick to it. That's my advice. Make a plan oh, and fucking I like, stick I like, to I like it. Mikey's, <laughs> yeah, like Mikey's plan. Yeah, m- mine is don't have kids. How's that? Oh, oh, Richie, you're failing, buddy. You're failing. Oh no, <laughs> no. He can still make a plan and stick to it. It just has he to involve the kids. Yeah, that's it's it. an escape plan. Is that all he has available? Is, yeah, unless it's an escape plan. <laughs> um, I got one that I'll throw in there. I ain't a dad, so it doesn't really count as dad advice. But there are certain things that money will never be able to buy. And some of that is family memories. So cherish those and take care of them if you can. Well, listen, that was a pretty good one. That made mine look bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tearing up that one, Luke. That was pretty good, that was, buddy. That was, a, that was a real good one. I'm thinking was... of my grandmother now. Now I have to go call her. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was, 